Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Welcome to episode 7 of Merchants of Novigrad, a bi-weekly podcast where we discuss everything went. Today with me is my trusty co-host and longtime friend, Lionheart. And as you guys have probably noticed, this week we have not one, but two guests, two amazing yet very different content creators, Thea Beastie and Zate95. How are you doing, guys? Great. Yeah, great as well. <laughs> Uh, before we actually start, a few words for um, our viewers. Guys, if you have any questions, you can ask them in chat. My dear friend Lionheart has been charged with the task of collecting the more interesting ones, and we are going to try to answer them as we go. Also, if you want to stay in touch off stream, you can follow us on Twitter at Novigrad Podcast. And if YouTube is the platform where you would rather watch the episode, it's going to be uploaded on my YouTube channel in a couple of hours. So, yeah, guys. First segment, what have you been up to? Very, uh, very wide question. It is. You, you, don't, <laughs> you don't necessarily have to talk about Gwent. It can be about anything. Also, your real life. If you have your, like, any big real life announcements, go ahead. Cool, oh, you can, take you first can begin. Yeah, Zane. All right, I, right, I'll go. What's been going on? I mean, this, you know, there's a lot going on. Uh, streaming, you know, Gwent has been going really well which we'll talk about i'm sure a bit more but uh apart from that i've been making youtube videos and doing just a lot of editing stuff i moved into this new uh apartment like a month ago so that's been pretty cool just there's still stuff like all over the floor but it's feeling pretty good um and apart from that yeah not much else just just on the grind really which is can be tough but rewarding too if you can you can pull it off uh yeah i can imagine actually uh that was yesterday or two days ago. Uh, you posted your 10k sub video on mm. YouTube. Wow! You stay for you today for me. Yeah. <laughs> Time's how, how, how did that go? Great, actually. I, and the video I think turned turned out good. Those kinds of videos you never expect to get nearly as many views, and it's it's not going to. Like uh, a normal video would probably be a couple of thousand by now, and that's at like that's at like 200. So. It's it's not made for views. It's just it's just one of those things. You kind of make it for fun, and yeah, it was it was fun getting all the questions, and I you know, polled the Discord and YouTube and and stuff, and yeah, there's a lot of great questions. It was good to be able to just you know, like you get you talk to people on Discord and on like the Twitch stream and stuff, but a lot of the people on YouTube you don't get kind of like a not a direct but like a, a semi-direct like line of communication. So it was nice to have some questions and just kind of answer them and chill out, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's it's more of an of an appreciation video where where yeah you know your your mm, long time yeah. subscribers can can ask some probably more personal questions, mm. especially you know it's it's and YouTube it's it's not like Twitch where you can ask those questions live and and it kind of kind of forces the streamer to to answer, mm. you know YouTube comments you can basically uh, ignore them for the most part if you if you wish to do so so this kind of video definitely gives uh, your your audience a chance to ask more personal questions. And yeah, yeah, you can you can kind of think about the answers more too. Like you oh, just yeah. have to. Oh yeah, the, the, you know, they, they are they, they are being right sent now, beforehand. Like, mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm still yeah. thinking about you know the the the, the, the Twitch mindset uh, comes yeah, comes. Uh, have some time to prepare. Yeah, like yeah. yeah when, when you are streaming, so. you don't have the time to 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 think. Do I want to answer this question? Do I want to ignore it? Here, you get the chance to to see all those questions beforehand. So you obviously pick the the ones that 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 suit you the most. And mm. yeah, I was already going good, to actually. ask. I was already going to ask. Yeah, how are you doing? What's the reason behind being, being all dressed <laughs> up for for our podcast? Being what? Sorry, I can't. All dressed up. 
<laughs> well, seeing that our, our co-host is always in the I, I thought it was compulsory at this point. It turns out it isn't. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not going to dress in any other way. I prefer this now. <laughs> but um, you, it's better. Yeah, it's definitely better. Exactly. But um, with life, yeah, I'm currently still writing my law exams. Need to pass those and uh, get into honors for psychology. Yeah, so we have about two left, and then we're going to stream full time for about two months. Yeah, fin- finish the throne breaker stream. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've heard people are very excited about the throne breaker stream. Oh yes, uh, tremendously. <laughs> I can. Yeah, it's, it's it's a great game. It is right. Um, I'm just a bit late to the party, but apparently there's an entire an entire section for that on um on Twitch. But I prefer to stream on Gwent because nobody's I can going imagine, to find I can, you. I can imagine why. Um, as a matter of fact, uh. I don't want to go into the details, but before we started this podcast, there was like a very first test call that we made and we didn't want uh, the viewers to see it. So we actually streamed uh, in the Thronebreaker category so wow. that nobody could ever watch it. <laughs> I actually didn't know this. Uh, that, that, that was before you joined the team. Ah, okay. And Lionheart, That's funny. how are okay. things going for you, my man? Uh, very good. Yeah, very good. I've been off work for two weeks, mostly off work anyway, which means you've all had to suffer through my streams for two solid weeks. It's been amazing, actually. Uh, it's been really good fun. Um, just mostly Gwent. We completed the Outer Worlds as well, which was fantastic. The world's greatest yeet simulator it was so much fun. We had a great time with that. Uh, and it was good to have something different that wasn't Gwent in to sort of mix it up a little bit. Um, but no, I've been having really good fun enjoying Gwent. I am now going back to work on Monday, so I'm dealing with the joys of that. Um, but generally, yeah, all good. Can't complain. Just uh, in the preparation now for Christmas. Uh, you said that you were streaming Gwent. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how, how is Gwent on Twitch right now for you? Because Actually, a lot of people are somewhat, somewhat uh, on the fence about streaming Gwent at this very moment. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm having a blast with it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying streaming Gwent right now. Maybe that's because there's less people streaming, maybe, so it's easier to grow traction and there are new people coming into the channel all the time. Uh, we're getting new players come in and ask questions, and the chat are always really helpful. Because In general, the Gwent community is quite helpful to new players. Mm. Um, I've taken to, when I finish streaming, obviously everyone hosts someone else or raids someone else. Uh, I then tend to try and find a new player streaming because there have actually been a few very new players streaming and dropping into their channel for an hour just to chat and watch them play. And I always seem to find four, five, six other Gwent players doing the same thing, which is really nice, trying to bring new people to Gwent and try and keep them, more importantly. Um, So, yeah, honestly, I've actually really enjoyed streaming Gwent. I'm not good at the game, as anyone who's watched me will tell you. Uh, (laughs) I spend most of my time talking to chat and ignoring the game, but I have fun with it. That's all that matters. Uh, you mentioned new players, and I think a very good place to learn about Gwent, learn about the history of Gwent for new players was the anniversary quiz. Zaid, can you tell us uh, something more about that? That was, uh, I think, a month ago? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun, actually. That was, yeah, must have been about a month ago or yeah, a few weeks ago. That was, uh, that was a good time. I actually completely forgot that uh, that, that happened. It did happen, <laughs> and it gained it quite a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was a really good time actually. Um, a lot of setup went into it. I was very nervous because I I did a lot of the production stuff, like in the the background, like all the the scenes and stuff. And I was like very nervous that something would break and explode. And I actually made a uh, 
I made a technical difficulty screen and I had it on this big button. I'm like, okay, if anything goes wrong, just slam this button. It moves everyone. It like destroys everything. It just has a big photo of Geralt's face. It just said technical difficulty. If you watched the Chernobyl show, you know that the big button is not always the one you want to hit. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Well, luckily, we, I didn't have to hit it, so I didn't have to find out. One thing that I really enjoyed about the show is how... I'm not sure if that was intended, but you actually got uh, people from all the three major teams on on the show, yeah. and that was something that seldom happens. Mm. Yeah, uh, and uh, it wasn't uh, intentional, uh, but it. How did you do? Nice. Did you just approach them, or did you approach teams, or? Yeah, we just uh, approached people. We kind of had a, a list of of people we would have you know liked to to get on the show, um, and yeah, we a couple of people. Uh, someone pulled out, I think, and we there were a couple of people we couldn't get, and then it kind of ended up that we were able to just, uh, yeah, get th- all three of the major teams, like, on board. And we kind of, just before we went live, we're like, wait, hold on, we've got, like, we've got all three. That's kind of cool. And I was going to make a joke about it, and uh, but I didn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. someone's expense, and you could probably guess who. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking <laughs> of jokes, uh, Zada95. Oh, yeah. And where did that come from? <laughs> oh, man, I had no idea. Like, I, uh, I, because... Twig normally goes live when I'm in bed. It's like middle of the, middle of the night, and I woke up and I had had like a few ats in the uh, the R2s of Discord, like you know, bagging on me for having this hilarious name. I, I don't know how that came out actually. It's I, apparently that's the Polish pronunciation. So that's, maybe that's maybe, maybe I say, really. was jabed into believing that you are Polish. It's possible. It's very possible. Like Pavel, if you are but, in the hey, chat, I'm please just clarify. Happy I was there. <laughs> I'm just happy to be there. That was it was pretty cool to, yeah, to be on amazing Twig. to be figured. Get the name on Twig. I was like, so, oh yeah, dude, I don't care. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I can, uh, we can we can I actually relate because before yeah. one of the episodes, we we got a shout out on Twig as well, and I wasn't even aware. And, and at some point, I was just sitting at the desk, and and and, and I was I, I was getting all those mentions on on Discord. I was like, what? What is going on, guys? And and then <laughs> oh, the, the the podcast got got a, got a shout out on, on Twig. And that's mm. like the next step of being recognized by by CDPR, I guess. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. So we we had we uh, didn't know we were going to be on Twig or anything. We were, we kind of hoped that we would be because we were trying to sort out some prizes and stuff, and it just seems up that that we were there. So oh, they, they never mention it. They never give you a heads up. Which is cool. Yeah, we we actually hoped to to get a mention like when we announced the podcast for the first time. It didn't happen. So then we thought, okay, mm. we got Pavel. So maybe right before. Uh, the podcast, he's going to mention that in, in Twig. He didn't, and he didn't mention that after the the, the oh. episode, so we actually gave up. And, and then a couple of weeks later, when we had Tailbot, they finally recognized that we exist. Nice. And it was a great film. It's always good. Mm. Congrats. Uh, but yeah, making 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 this uh, this kind of projects always takes a lot of time. So how do you actually deal with it? Because I imagine all of you have real-life responsibilities. Just a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this you know, this one or two. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how do you manage to, to to stream to work on other projects? Uh, we know that you have actually two YouTube channels. Uh, how do you guys manage to stream do all, all all the other projects at the same time and 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 you know deal with real life responsibilities with difficulty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just avoid sleep. It tends to work for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think it depends on how you classify Gwent, right? Because people, I like, like Trinet classifies it as his job, where I would classify it as a competitive hobby, right? So it, it gets difficult to juggle real life of that, I'd say. 
Mm. Yeah, mm. depends where your priorities lie, I guess. Gwen Thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I like it's scheduling a lot of it. So like I, apart from today, and I know Kung Fu Rabbits in chat, he'll probably uh, call me out that I, I slept in this morning. Happens to everyone. It's fine. But uh, normally, you know, the normal schedule, like I, I classify like my stream as like, you know, work and I'll stream for like four hours or five hours. Um, and then I've got YouTube to do and I've got, I do uh, video editing and graphic design for another streamer on a, like a full-time basis. Um, and and more like just random freelance jobs and then the, the other YouTube channel for Gwent and then obviously just like life in general. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff to work into a schedule. It tends to how I do it is I'll just have like a day where it's like, okay, this day is like YouTube and the after stream and the next day is like editing after the stream and the next day is stream stuff after the stream and it just kind of works into whatever is like needs to be done right now. <laughs> and then the next day it's like okay this needs to be done right now and it just it just goes like that forever really yeah, <laughs> I, I wish i did that yeah. because of course i i only release like weekly youtube videos but still they mm -hmm. they they never release on the same day like one, 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 once it's monday the other time it's, it's friday because i i always wake up with with the idea okay i'm gonna stream then i'm gonna work on the, on, on the video or i'm gonna prepare the podcast and then you know after i had my coffee it never happens it's 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 kind of how it works for me, but um, one thing one thing that. that I really want to ask Dia is uh, because you you said you are uh, in the middle of your uh, exam session. Yes. When I was in a similar position, I would not be able to even talk about Gwent. I would just completely <laughs> leave the community for the yeah. duration of the exams. How do you? Deal so with you this? want to know how I how I manage it? <laughs> well, uh, okay. Again, it's highly classified, right? So at the moment, I barely have time for any social interaction outside of um, my studies, which is problematic, right? It's it's not healthy. So I decided to start to play Gwent again and grow a community, which happened. And right now, I don't see it as a source of income because it isn't, <laughs> but um, rather community and. In all honesty, like, I don't get time to go out at the moment, not in my studies. So I make time for Gwent, and Gwent is the replacement of that. Um, yeah, and it's working. It really is working. <laughs> that's that's good to hear, because uh, when we are making this show, we always have a problem of scheduling everything, because people have responsibilities, mm -hmm. and one of our hosts tend to work 70 hours a week. So it's always <laughs> a question, is he going to be available that Saturday? Yeah, I honestly can't believe I've been available for more than two in a row. I think this, this is the third now. This is the third I one. I genuinely thought I'd make two. And we already one. know that you are probably going to be there for the next one. I actually will be there for the next one. I will be coming straight <laughs> from work. I will have been working from 2 a.m. that day, but I will be here, yeah. I promise. Yeah, yeah, we just need to pray to Mother Nature for no flats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be snow this time. Actually, it looks worryingly white outside, actually. <laughs> oh, God. Snow coming, ladies and gentlemen. Winter is finally here. Ooh. Not over yeah. here. It's like uh, 30 degree days, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so all right you two guys. <laughs> Same. Yeah, no, I, I don't want it. So right, I'll just, can we do the podcast from where you two are? Can I just travel? It would be a lot nicer for me. <laughs> we could swap, actually. I, I much prefer the cold, so we can just Same. switch. Excellent. Yeah. Trade I think confirmed. it's a, a grass greener on the other side type of thing, though. I, I think we'll both die in the cold. We're not <laughs> accustomed to it. <laughs> and the ginger guy looking for heat doesn't make any sense, so. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually the first time we have we have guests and, and hosts from three different continents. It never happened mm. before. Uh, we Worldwide podcast. 
Yeah, it's it's, so. it's now Merchants of Novigrad worldwide because uh, <laughs> until now we only had uh, a couple of episodes, uh, the Trinit one and the and the uh, Macbeard slash Flake one. When we we had people from North America and Europe, and now we have uh, Europe, Africa, and. What continent is actually New Zealand on? It's it's Australia. Australia? It's, it's Australia. Yeah. It's it's a touchy issue, I think. <laughs> we don't get a continent. We we, we just get an island. <laughs> just sub Australia. You be careful now. You watch it. You watch it. Buddy. I, I watch think your Australia. relationship. I think your relationship with Australia is comp- uh, can can be compared to that between Britain and Europe. Like you, uh, like yeah, Britain is technically part of Europe, but they are they they don't consider themselves part of Europe. Well, yeah, for no sensible reason. Uh, Whereas New Zealand is definitely not a part of Australia. Definitely, 100%. 100, mm, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Guys, if, we have, any, Australia, uh, if like, we have any scientists in, in chat, please clarify. <laughs> scientists. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I actually want to go back for, for a moment because, um, Tia, you said you wanted to build a community. How hard I, is it to focus sorry, on, your, you? on your exams if your stream is booming? Very difficult <laughs> because we right we have to study the entire day every day until this is done and then we have the night to stream and we need our sleep right so it's a, it's difficult when you have twelve people in the chat versus suddenly one hundred um, I feel I I have a responsibility then not to end the stream and I don't want to end the stream either so that that's quite difficult I have given up on some studying time but I find it to be worth it. Unless I fail now, then it might not be. <laughs> you always get a second chance. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about you, but that's how things uh, did at my uni. People people often skip exams just thinking, uh, I still mm. have the second chance. And if oh, not this I, year, I, mean, I still have the next year. Great advice. I, yeah, we have first opportunities and second, and I only second opportunities with that logic. So if I fail now... We wow. we used our second chance. If you Don't fail now, see. then uh, chat Tia is gonna be looking for a job. McDonald's will do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think we'll just go full time, Gwen. Then wow. see how that M- works out. M- might be actually worth it. Yeah. And, and yeah. speaking of which, uh, you guys said you have an amazing time streaming, Gwen. Well, the the overall viewership. It's kind of plummeting. I, I had a hard time finding my niche. Oh. I finally started streaming Arena for the first time since Homecoming, and I mm. enjoy it immensely. Like Arena is just so much fun right now. Arena's great. I, yeah. I only wish it gave it gave daily crowns. It doesn't, but you know, it's not like I really need those points. It's just so fun to play, especially. If, it is if, fun. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you are dealing with you know a stale meta and 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 and, and dropping uh viewer viewership. And is is mm. is that something that um, make you kind of struggle with streaming? Like if, if you know that the overall viewership is down by a significant margin, uh, how do you find motivation to stream Gwent in, in, in a situation like that? I mean, it's... Ideally, you just do the same thing, right? Like, you just... Because I don't know about you guys, but I make, I make quite a point to try and not look at the viewers, like the amount of viewers, because it can really <laughs> affect your mental state, like, to more of a degree than most people would probably think. Yeah. Uh, like you just have a look, like you have a little peek, and it's like half of what you thought. And I'm like, oh god, like it's just so demoralized, and it really takes it out of you. Yeah, so I, I also. That. Mm, sorry, you want to continue, Zade? Uh Sorry, I was going to say it's a, it's a bit of that, like you know, not 
you know, just try to keep it the same. And you know, if you you do well, then you know the people will come, right? And yeah, yeah. that's fair. I I think I everyone will agree, right? It's quality over quantity. Although it's it's very difficult to take that in. But um, so I I stopped looking at the numbers a while back, and I'll search for names every time I stream. And you know, if I see the casuals, I'm quite happy. Only if they are in the chat, really. Mm. I I think that helps a lot. Yeah, I genuinely never look at my view account. I I'm not yeah. fussed. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I think it's a bad idea. I have I yeah. have this bad habit of checking it afterwards, like how how, oh, how yeah, yeah how, how did it go and and you know they, uh, what, what was the peak viewership and and, and uh, for how Stream summary you know mm. like a, like a summary. Mm. I, I tend to look at these these stats and I probably shouldn't. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but I um, Flake published an article uh, on that a while ago about yeah. these. But the, these struggles between like you want to stream full time and then you look at the numbers and it completely demotivates you to continue doing uh, what, what you intended to do. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I do not recommend looking at at your viewership at any given point. Just just don't do it. Yeah. And what what Dia is do, doing is 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 very smart. Like if you have those two three casuals, like let's say regulars mm-hmm. in your chat, you you know you're set. You know the stream is gonna be amazing. Like for exactly. me, for me personally, if 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 guys like Baby Joseph and Brother show up, I know I'm gonna have an amazing stream. Because even if I only have two viewers, I have two amazing viewers, and that's what counts. Mm. Yeah, but, it's definitely the community that makes the experience. I think there are people who, as soon as I turn on, I know, and there are people in the chat. It makes a difference, and I know I enjoy myself a lot more. And obviously, I'm in a different situation. I'm not. A full-time creator i have so much respect for the people who manage to do that every day because i couldn't not look at the numbers then and it would i would drive to chase those numbers because it's how i am um but if i've got certain people in the channel i tend to find i enjoy myself more therefore the stream's more enjoyable so it sort of snowballs right yeah definitely when i'm in your chat because everyone knows that i'm the i'm the beacon of optimism and positivity <laughs> the beacon of positivity that is ah, yes. how you are known in the community but yeah, primary is okay we'll move on it's, um, it's the Nilfgaardian <laughs> optimism everyone knows that a very very uh, friendly and, and <laughs> nation known known for its hospitality no uh, no but yeah um there is one touchy subject when we are talking about what you've been up to. There's one touchy subject that I kind of want to talk about, and that's other games. And Ooh, we are slowly, geez. slowly getting into the second Zate YouTube channel territory. <laughs> we're getting there. We're <laughs> getting there, guys. Have you been playing other games? Because I noticed that some, maybe even most content creators, uh, are playing other games. We know that Trinet is playing a lot of Battlegrounds. Uh, we know that uh, I think Shamir was uh, was playing something different. Pumpkin was playing something different. Like I, I see a lot of you know big names playing playing Legends of Legends of Runeterra or or Battlegrounds or or Teppen. I think a lot of people are playing Teppen right now. Mm. I'm not mm. sure if, sure, sure if it's sponsored because I know that Flake said uh, he's playing is. he's playing Teppen, but <laughs> it's it's sponsored streams. Yeah. Guys, have you been playing different games recently? Anything you would anything you would recommend to a Gwent veteran who is struggling with playing Gwent right now? <laughs> yes, Gwent. I would recommend Gwent. <laughs> you tried uh, Gwent Arena. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Thronebreaker even. Honestly, there are people who haven't played it. It really helps. That's it a good, does. Yeah, Thronebreaker is definitely there. It's it should be on the list. Mm. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Any any RTS uh, games, RTS games maybe say it. Uh, I think I think I that's your field of expertise. Can you... Yeah, I like to think so. like to think so. Yeah, can you tell us about your <laughs> low key second YouTube channel nobody knows about? 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, no one's heard of it. Um, to back it up a bit for other games, like uh, I, I want to see if other people have this this like mentality because it's it's. I feel like if you're a viewer, not to be like, ooh, uh, viewers don't get it, you know. But like, I find it tough to as like someone who's trying to grow in, in Gwent, right? Like Gwent's like my game, right? Mm. Um, mm. As is you know, a lot of people who just you know, primarily stream a lot of Gwent. And I feel if I play anything else, I just, I feel like real bad. I'm like, I shouldn't be playing this. Like I'm here to like grow my community and like have a productive stream. Like I shouldn't be playing like. It's betrayal. Boy, like, yeah. <laughs> and it, or it's just like, I feel like it's not doing me any favors, right? Like, people aren't there for that and also like mm. it's it's not i feel like it's cheating you know it's like i'm i'm not growing the stream at all you know mm-hmm. i feel like that's that's very tough but I, f- I found a nice medium where i occasionally play dark souls every week <laughs> maybe once or twice a week nice yeah yeah <laughs> dark souls is that a thing yeah very i'm very slowly <laughs> playing through it yeah you know yeah it, it actually tends to work it's it's a weird crossover but hmm. yeah so that's kind of the only other game i really ever play on stream is dark souls mm-hmm. um but outside of streaming i do play uh rts's uh, for the I have a, a youtube channel where i hmm. review old games there's a, a focus on rts games um so i play whatever game i'm reviewing for youtube at the time what does rts and, stand for zade sorry uh, i know RPG. Real- Real-time strategy, like uh, Age of oh. Empires and oh. Warcraft, oh, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. I need an RTS games. to play. I haven't played an RTS in, since, well, mm. the Command and Conquer days, really. Oh, good times. Ooh. I know, it's been a while. If you check out uh, youtube.com forward slash Zade on Squid95, you uh, might find some good <laughs> RTS games. Well, you know what? I just I published a video on the uh, oh. top five upcoming RTS games. I, say, yeah, I think the, yeah, the, the last RTS I played was yours. Dawn of War 2. Oh, Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, I I used to be a huge Warhammer guy. Mm. Not not only uh 40k, but Warhammer Fantasy Battle. I think it's it's been now replaced by by Age of Sigmar. It's it's a completely new version of the game. I used to play a lot of Warhammer uh, roleplay as well. That was like way before the Witcher games were even a thing. You know, I'm Damn. that I'm, I'm that old. <laughs> Please, I'm older than you. Don't say that. <laughs> In before Gulo enters chat. <laughs> Uncle, where are you? Uncle Gulo, where asleep. are you, my friends? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but personally, I've been playing a lot of Path of Exile as 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 uh, as of late. Mm, I and, heard you say that. Yeah, and it's it's something I I, I tend to do. Uh, it's 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 the game I've been playing for such a long time that f- coming back always feels great, especially if there's a new expansion and a lot of uh, uh, great news and. We are just, you know, two weeks after the ExoCon where they announced Path of Exo 2 and the next couple of expansions and a lot of new things. And it's, it, it really motivated me to, to go back to the game. And I intend to stream mm-hmm. it every now and then, but I I, I have the same problems it has. I, I, I kind Can of I feel, kind... comment on your problems? <laughs> sure. I, I, actually, it kind of feels like that way. Like, you know, you are also the DAP. Uh, you are like, like, like... Um, yeah, well, the thing is, what I find is if... Okay, so right, we I usually go from Gwent and then without ending the stream, go to a different game. So I bring them with me. But what I also like to do is starting with a different game, usually co-oping with Lionheart, and then bringing them to Gwent. And in that way, we get more people in the Gwent community, right? It's, mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Ah, sneaky like this. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, because not enough people know know about Gwent, really. Or they, they hated Gwent in The Witcher for who knows what reason. <laughs> and they don't realize... 
yeah, they didn't realize it's a game on its own. And um, yeah, I've gotten some people to join Gwent. So I think it's a good idea to do that. At least it Steven makes you players. feel better. <laughs> Keep telling yourself it, it. you bring people to Gwent. It's... Sure, yeah. You yeah, need but, more players, definitely. Yeah, when, when you said that you wanted to comment on my problems, it like really reminded me of, of essentially every shrink scene. <laughs> in, in the movie. Like, like you know Thea also did up and like she needs like a notepad or something well, tell me about yeah. your problems <laughs> that's, that's the psychologist in me yeah 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 that's definitely the psychologist in me I apologize <laughs> if you if you want to know how to get away with murder we can talk about that on a different podcast sometime <laughs> off stream uh, yeah. maybe off stream, also, yeah, uh, off stream yeah. Yeah. and taken down <laughs> Murdering your opponent in Gwent, of course. Uh, of course, yeah. I can't help with that one. Triple bribery. When we are talking about other games and kind of feeling guilty for playing them on stream or even off stream at the expense of Gwent, uh, how do you feel uh, about uh, the, the community outlash uh, when it comes to the flag tweet? Like he said something like, it's been 72 days uh, since the challenger, and that's it. Like, th- that, was, that, was the, that was the tweet. There was no additional comment. And then, and then you know, uh, somebody made a Reddit post, and they were basically lashing out on Flake, say, saying things like, "Oh, why, why does he even care? He's playing Teppen, or he's playing uh, Magic, or 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 some other, or Overwatch, I think. He's casting other games. How do you feel about you know community doing things like that, or saying things like that when when streamers try to play different things? This I, I found that quite frustrating actually. When I because Flake wasn't being critical of Gwent by saying that he. You can see how passionate he is for Gwent. He's always loved Gwent. Anyone who knows Flake or has watched Flake stream or watched him cast knows how much he cares about the game. It wasn't a comment on, I hate Gwent, boo, I'm playing other stuff. It was, I'm playing other stuff because I haven't got Gwent. And I think I I saw some clarification. I don't do Reddit very often. uh, And people eventually sort of turned a little bit, but I don't know. People are either, some people are very Gwent or die. Um, and hey, I love Gwent, I'm 100% one of those, but if the content creator has nothing to do or they're bored, mm. they're not going to enjoy it. You want Personally, I like that diversity. I want to see other people. Yeah, I'll right. See what that says. You, you need a healthy content creator, otherwise he'll just end up stopping Gwent uh, cold turkey, and you don't want that. You need a bit of diversity, I'd say. I think also, too, like when it comes to community reactions and outrages, like... Someone posts like a seven word tweet, like just let it go. You know, I think people just need to like, just chill out a bit. It's like a, you know, it's a tweet. It's, it's, it's funny. It doesn't really mean anything. Like just move on. I think it all comes down to the fact that there is simply no news whatsoever. And people are just Mm. sitting there and waiting for someone to say something Mm. about Gwent. Like Mm. you you can see that, you know, uh, Mollegin posted something and, and, and Busha posted a rather unfortunate gif. And all yeah. hell broke loose. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the smartest yeah. response. Yeah, you, you, you no. see that on numerous occasions. Like, it's, somebody <laughs> just says something or, or posts something, and people are just so hungry for any kind of Gwent-related really news, they are just ready to, to, to go ham and and say whatever they have on their mind. Mm. Yeah. Which actually brings us to the next segment, which is what's happening in Gwent. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for the positivity, guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Is that um... question mark at internet sentence? Yeah. <laughs> um. One thing that I know is that it's it's happening quite a lot is card creation, and there's apparently like a card uh, creation tournament, so mm-hmm. that people 
get an incentive to 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 design new cards. I know that some hmm. people complain about that. I, I know that some people were very negative about, oh, there's only only you know custom cards on Reddit. But I actually enjoy them. Like most of them are, are really nice. Even if uh, w one thing that I never understood is like why people com complain about balance. It's 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 only a design contest. Like why do you yeah. care about balance? Like th this card is not in the game. Of course, it would be much different if it, if it, <laughs> yeah. if it was in the game. But I definitely appreciate you know people just taking their time to design stuff like that. Have you ever have you ever awesome. tried? It's awesome designing your own cards no. or your own expansion maybe. I, no. I haven't. When I was a, a big Hearthstone guy, I think I made one custom Hearthstone card. Ooh, That's not Hearthstone. the thing you want to say on, on the Gwen podcast. <laughs> hey, I just got to say. it's, it's guys, guys, we're going to mute it on, on YouTube. It's not going to be there on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll so, be right that, back. that part is not going to be there. Go, I'm just gone. We come back, I'm gone. What, <laughs> what I was going to say is that Hearthstone has a very flourishing custom card community, and I think it's really cool. Right, and people really get into it, and it's like its own thing. And I think that's just—it's just healthy for the game, right? So I think mm. Gwent would very much benefit from having a similar thing where people just get into it and they make crazy stuff. And like, see, it doesn't have to be balanced because it's not a thing, right? And then they like having a huge community making cards, even if they're just completely random and off the wall, insane. Like developers could then look at that and be like that's cool like we never thought of that it's such a cool idea let's take it and tweak it and make it not completely broken and then like put it in an expansion and and be like hey this is like a community card that we kind of tweaked and i think that's just another way to get like like devs and community members like closer together and talking to each other so i think, I think it's cool very cool mm. yeah any kind of content creation is a good thing right if it's yeah. supporting the game any yeah. interaction can only be good <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, like, mm. yeah, go, go on, go on, yeah. Like, okay, so I'm, um, I love being devil's advocate. I'm, I'm trying to imagine why someone would not like that. I can just think that maybe creating another dwarf or Francesca or something like that could, could trigger someone. Uh, maybe it might inspire the, uh, the Gwen creators to implement that card in the future. You know, but like you said, it's not actually part of the game. It's just for like the graphic design, right? Uh, we don't focus mm. on the, the points or anything, right? I mean, the ability has to be there, but it doesn't need to be balanced because it's just an it's idea. It's just fun, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just a, a an idea for a new ability. You know, things mm. like that need need tweaking. It's it's not like, okay, this is coming to the game in, in this very version. It's like somebody designed an ability, showed it in a custom card. And sometimes people yeah. go to mm. really great lengths to design multiple cards. I'm not sure if you guys... um. Mm. Uh, if you guys uh, saw it, but there was uh, an NL expansion, like somebody, because you, you can see that a lot of people complain about Wild Hunt not being an archetype, and mm -hmm. there's always that group of people uh, who say, but these they are just elves, they are just different elves, they are not monsters at all, they shouldn't <laughs> be even in the faction, and somebody just took that very to himself and designed a complete uh, NL faction with like, wow. you know, 50, oh. 60 cards at least. Well, that's, that's amazing. Great. I love it. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was, there was at least two versions of it. <laughs> Hi, the uh, that's really great. I mean, it's not like um, Fallout seventy six where they they'll ban him for doing that. <laughs> it's okay. We don't. We're not talking so you play about. A game too much? Uh, see ya. Yeah. How dare you try and fix our completely broken game? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we should encourage it, right? Um, the more yeah, uh, people we can great. get 
involved. And it's like we talked before the podcast, right? We're just going exponentially like this. I mean, that's really good for Gwent. Maybe not in terms of viewerships, but in terms of developing the game. And I read somewhere there's even more challenges coming. Um, they're trying to make it a monthly thing in the near future. I mean, uh, I, kn- I know the viewership went it skyrocketed after uh, the challenger the other day. Um, it, it skyrocketed. I went from 20 viewers to like 200 <laughs> and now it's back again. But I mean, it's uh, people who weren't watching Gwent. It's, it's people who were trying to get into challenger because the moment you have healthy competition, you get a lot more people playing the game. So, mm, yeah. Everything's just rollover, right? Like challenger brings people just like you said like into the game and they maybe want to get mm-hmm. competitive themselves and custom cards like all have rollover like now suddenly you've got a uh, youtubers being like i'm gonna make a youtube video on like the 10 coolest custom cards and then you've got uh, maybe it's from like a big creator does that then the dev sees that and they're like oh these are cool like you know it's just everything just rolls over and into each other and i don't think there's any reason to say that more of that is a bad thing mm-hmm. it's great yeah, but I have, I have to say, um, any kind of CDPR activity, whether it's YouTube or Twitch, always brings a lot of new people and, and, and viewers to Gwent. Like, do you guys remember um, Round of Gwent? That, that, that yeah. was in the beta days. That's um, before my time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let me explain. Round of Gwent, I'm not sure if that was supposed to be a weekly show or bi-weekly show. It was a show um, held at the uh, CDPR studio in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, they had Ash Cosplay being uh, as the host, and they had usually another content creator. I remember an episode with with Swim, who's also not playing Gwen anymore, and uh, Pavel Buja was there, and I think Luigi was there. So it was like two developers, two content creators, and they were talking about Gwen. And th- the show had a lot of cool segments. One of those segments was, uh, uh, I think, Beyond the Frame, where they had one of the storytellers at CDPR. You know, like all, all, all doing some sort of like crazy alchemist cosplay, and you know, explaining the lore behind certain cards. I remember an That's episode cool. about uh, Berna Brand and stuff like that. That was really, really cool. People loved, you know, this kind of initiatives. And now we mm. we kind of don't get them anymore. Like even if there is a new mm. expansion, they, you know, I remember, you know, even when when Midwinter was announced or any other expansion, you know, regardless of whether or not these expansions were were good or not. Uh, they they did streams like you know mm. one stream every couple of days where they reviewed a couple of cards talk about the idea behind the card talk about the new mechanics explain everything in detail I think those things were very very popular and not now we are not yeah. getting them anymore it's just yeah. a simple they video okay you're getting expansion period that's it yeah mm. the need to build hype like they they've tried to involve the community with allowing us to do card reveals instead, right? Well, us, I haven't. I think, uh, Zaid, you got one last time, I think, right? I, um, I, I took my box, that, that was it. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, I suppose they're trying to include us in that, which I like, but the hype that it built, having those little continual feed of information from them, it built mm. that hype. I mean, we discussed it with PoE. There's new content dropping. It naturally brings people back to the game. There's information. Yeah. But if you don't know there's new content, yeah. don't come back. I think there's a world where both can exist for sure. Yes. Like, uh, like we have Twig, right? Twig is crew. If I'm wrong, like the only regular like developer content, right? That that comes out, and it's yeah, it's it's not a lot, right? It's like a minute of yeah, ninety seconds of, of yeah. news, basically. Mm-hmm. Like just just something like any like developer contact is always going to be appreciated by people who play your game, just because they can you just interact with them, and especially if it's on like something like Twitch where you can 
just ask questions. Like uh, I play Sea of Thieves, the pirate game, and they have like a, yes, a developer it. stream every week, and it's like three hours long. And they mm. were just asking questions for like three hours every single week, and they have like twelve minute long developer updates every week, and it's it's really good. And people, you know, it's a really good way to just connect with the developers and hear new stuff, and it just makes them seem more human as well, which I think is quite important. Do you, do you guys think that they might be focusing on keeping the Gwent community and not bringing in new members? Because it seems like they aren't doing much to promote Gwent, but rather to develop Gwent to keep us here. You know what I'm saying? It's. I feel like The Witcher 3 was sort of a lifeline for Gwent, and because people aren't really playing that anymore and they're waiting for Cyberpunk, people aren't really getting into Gwent anymore. Um, I mean, yeah, I th- we've just had the iOS release, and that brought in thousands oh, of yes. players. That's okay, you I mean. are correct. You are correct. But I agree with your statement. For a very long time, the influx of new players was somewhat bound to the sales of The Witcher 3 because that's how people mm. usually <laughs> discovered Gwent. Yeah. Like personally, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even know about Gwent. I, that, that, that was back in the beta days. And um, I played The Witcher 3. I played Gwent in The Witcher 3. I, I was not aware of any kind of standalone. I didn't get any kind of email. I didn't see any kind of ads. Um, incidentally, I was watching a Path of Exile stream where the streamer was talking about Gwent, and they said there's closed beta now, <laughs> so if you like The Witcher 3, you can um, apply, uh, and maybe you will get the key to the closed beta. And I did, and I wow. got the key, and I played the closed beta of Gwent, which was amazing, but there was no marketing whatsoever. I just, it, it was just word of mouth, mm. basically. Someone heard mm. it somewhere, and then it was on them to promote it further. I think we've been doing mm-hmm. that for a very long time now. Yeah, this is definitely a lack of outside marketing. Like the amount of times I can count seeing like a, a pre-roll YouTube ad of like a Gwent, Gwent anything was maybe like twice when Iron Judgment came out. I got like two pre-rolls and I've had like one email being like, hey, Iron Judgment's out. And yeah. that's, that's it. Crimson and Curse like, was somewhat advertised. That right. was the only expansion Someone. that was some <laughs> I, I didn't see a single ad for it, to be fair. No, no. Though, to be fair, I didn't really play Gwent. They did streams, much. and they're, they're, they mm. um, were, I think, on the, the top page of Twitch, and they, they there were some ads here and there, but not that many. Like For, for the most part, I think that um, the announcements they make are meant for the existing community. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I rarely see things that target new players. Like, of course, we have iOS, and they probably mm-hmm. did a, a massive campaign there. I, I just don't know because I don't have an um, an iOS device, so I actually have no idea. Can you guys uh, comment on that? Does any <laughs> of you have have an iPhone or or I have an Apple? iPad? You have an no. iPad. Like, did you get any <laughs> yeah. any emails, any ads, any anything that promoted went? Uh, only once I had signed up to be in the closed beta, I got an email. But outside of that, I don't think I got anything i might have seen something on the app store once but only mm-hmm. because i purposely went to games on the app store and be like i wonder if gwent's on here yet same and yeah apart from that not really although its reviews are incredible it's the top review great game uh, wow. it, it's, it's gone really well it's 4.8 out of 5 stars at the moment and the traction it's gained considering i haven't seen any advertisement either has been incredible mm. i know cdpr uh, it, it beat their expectations because i know there was a lot riding on ios and it being successful and even by their own admission, it feels like it's gone very well, the iOS release. It's just about now. The number of new players is amazing. That's great. And they've tried to spend a lot of the work in the background, it seems, changing the new player experience to make it more engaging. 
which mm. is a result the current community hasn't felt any benefit from, but hopefully it will lead to retaining some of those players so that the community itself grows. It's actually very good. I, I made a second account to try it out. So it's very good. Yeah. 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 I think we all have to job. admit that the iOS release have been um, very, very smooth. One argument against mobile release was uh, was always that it's going to be at the expense of, of PC slash console Gwent. Mm. And as a matter of fact, they did it in a very reasonable fashion. Like, uh, Gwent is probably in in a. Um, did, I, did I say something wrong? Like, the, they no, said, con- sorry, console Gwent. It's <laughs> I can't believe it's still a thing. It is. It actually is. <laughs> but the, the point being, they released on iOS at the at the moment where Gwent is probably the most balanced it's ever been. Like, of course, it might be a little bit stale for us content creators, but I think if you are a new player, mm-hmm. you couldn't start playing Gwent at a better moment. Mm, I'd agree. I agree, yeah. Yeah, it's very true. And it, it does make sense. You want to stabilize meta. You want every archetype being at least somewhat viable, even if it's just a climb, even if not at pro rank. And mm-hmm. we really are in that place right now. We've all, you know, we've all complained about it being stale to us, like you've just said. But as a new player with a new account, it's actually really enjoyable to play Gwent. Mm. Mm. and affordable affordable as well i mean you get most of the cards to create one faction and go from there it's it's a good deal i think oh yeah yeah and it's drawn in considerable revenue into cdpr as well um gwent has improved financially year on year which i was stunned by before the ios release uh it it made 25 percent more revenue than it did the previous year which i can't believe uh but actually was ios it's huge, isn't it? It's a huge jump. Mm. And that's pre-iOS, pre-Iron Judgment. The first month of iOS was responsible for 68% of Gwent's revenue, which means we just tripled Gwent's revenue in a month. Straight away, mm. like that, through iOS. That's it means something, right? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, so, clearly yeah, we're talking about lack of initiatives and, and lack of marketing and lack of uh, uh, you know CDPR-based projects. And the reason... What that was often mentioned was a lack of budget. Like they didn't have the resources to do that. But now I think that we know with the iOS release and the the Android release around the corner, I I I really hope there there's gonna be some more CDPR. Cash is just falling in. Don't know what to do with it all. <laughs> <laughs> CDPR as a company is in a very good position right now. Trust me. Yeah. Very. Their oh, financial yeah. statement is looking very tidy. <laughs> it's a good time to invest if you're looking to buy shares. Trust me. Yeah, Merchants of Novigrad living up to their name. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Please do not take that as financial advice. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> I'll yes, see I you in court. Myself. Really? CDPR yeah. yeah, I bought some CDPR shares. Interesting. Mm. I'll, I'll take my best point. Yeah, Switch it up. <laughs> Definitely. Well, if you think it's a good time, they've just spent a large amount of revenue. So their balance sheet is the lowest it's been because they've spent all this money developing Cyberpunk, developing Gwen. Next yeah. year, they've got all of the profit coming in from that. So the shares will naturally increase. Oh, yeah. Less expenditure, like, more income. Cyberpunk is going to be absolutely massive. And if Gwen gets featured in any form or shape, even Imagine. as an ad or a poster somewhere in game, Anything. that's going to be huge for the, in the background. Cyber Gwen. Oh. <laughs> Regular Gwen with a few extra cards, right? Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, you, you could laser possibly eyes. do it. It's like yeah. You could design cards based on Cyberpunk. Like, you don't need to really go out of your way. You can, you know, design a card uh, based on the fact that Siri went to the Cyberpunk universe in The Witcher 3. That's a piece of yeah. law for you. 
right? It's amazing. And, and, and she was there with Avalak, and Wild Hand was there as well. So like you already oh. have a couple of themes that you could uh, you, you could go mm-hmm. with uh, when designing cards that somehow yeah. relate to Cyberpunk. Yeah, we need yeah. a breath. Yeah, imagine just just walking through Cyberpunk and Eridan just strolls in and just cuts <laughs> something in half and then walks off. Wouldn't that be great? Hands you a deck of cards. Play Gwent. <laughs> yeah, and, and ob- obviously you have a lot of people saying, but you know, Cyberpunk is a completely different universe. They have guns in there and stuff like that. Machine guns. And I'm like, dude, just let's play Gwen and watch Morgvark. It's a machine gun already. Like, we already have this. It's nothing <laughs> new, really. <laughs> Imagine hating the one good card in Skellige. I mean, it's I don't hate it. It's an amazing card. I love I love the art. I love the voice lines, and that freaking AK sound effect. Yeah. Top notch. Morvark is great, amazing. especially if you roll it of bribery. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. Mm. Easy. Easy. Ah, uh, <laughs> no. So, but yeah, no, go, going back to the iOS release, it has been really successful. And the fact that they have the development in alpha stage for the Android, um, they've said that it's being released Q1 next year in uh, the CEO of CDPR uh, discussed that when they were discussing their financials. So I think we're all hoping for it a little sooner. And I'm guessing we'll get some sort of announcement in the roadmap, fingers crossed. Um, but that's their current plan to expand that because iOS is a really small audience comparative mm. to android so if they mm. can release that on android devices and gain even the same traction that's going to be huge for player influx into gwen that's going to be massive can you imagine I mean, Damn. yeah i heard a stat somewhere that like 70 percent of the people who play hearthstone play on mobile which is just insane that is that really true that's crazy yeah it's convenient don't right? me on it but like i'm pretty sure i heard something similar to that a couple of years ago which that's i believe you know true, like yeah that, that, I pretty much always played it on my phone. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? You know, you, you know a lot about Hearthstone. <laughs> I played it for years, every day for years. You know, you, wow. you just yeah, just yeah. just stabbing him right in the back. <laughs> when when the viewers when, when everyone thought the viewers already forgot about the previous Hearthstone uh, mention. So, who uh, didn't know about Hearthstone? If it helps, say guilty admission. I also played it for two years, pretty solidly. Oh, oh yeah. what are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> Merchants of gadgets and is taking over. Let's go, Hearthstone podcast. Hey, you guys play Battlegrounds? It's pretty no. good. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know what? No, I can't go that far. I think I think this will be a perfect <laughs> moment for trying to host us. Uh, he's already here and he's already in. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I don't want chat. No, that's my <laughs> job. Don't worry. Uh, but oh. when, when we talk about um, Android release and iOS release, and you know the Gwen fin- the financial situation of the game, I think there is like really a lack of monetization options in the game. Like they could do mm-hmm. so many things. We we discussed them mm. with Lionheart in our uh, in, in a call a couple of days ago, and I think it's a good moment to discuss them uh, uh, with you guys. Like for example, one I one idea that I've been throwing around quite a lot is uh, alternate art. I think people would play pay a lot to get like alternate art for certain cards. Yeah, I'm a bit. Do you mean just for like regular cards? Yeah, it's 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 a it's a. It, for example, you have you know certain golds, and you have alternate art that that, that you can buy in in, in store. Mm. Like, can you elaborate yeah, sure. on alternate art? Sorry, yeah. like just you, just just the artwork, yeah. just the artwork of a card. For example, you have okay. Geralt of Rivia, you know, with the sword and whatnot, and then you get like an alt a different art. Okay, okay. But I'm really sure any kind of that. edge, but it will be just cosmetic. Mm. It just it kind of means like. You know, you say you're new to, like, we talk about a lot of new people to the game, right? Like, nah, 
you have two versions of the same card and it's just like another way to be like uh like is this card different you know it's just like oh, another yeah. i don't know i feel like it would just mm. like the card should be yeah. the think, card right and then yeah. i am confusion i don't know yeah yeah, I mean, uh, Lord Bushwick tweeted um, an idea about how you could perhaps do that. I think Overwatch borders, like, there's no, what's the word? There's no auxiliary progression in Gwent. There's pro rank or bust, whereas yeah. a lot of people don't play to be professional. They play to be collectors or they play to, like, I've got mm-hmm. more scraps, more kegs, more dust than I could ever use, and I've got a complete collection already. What am I doing with that stuff? Nothing. Mm-hmm. If you could, we could already premium cards if you could premium the borders or you could make slight tweaks to them to give the collector side of Gwent perhaps more. Yeah. Whether that could be an idea, maybe. Just Mm. massive resource dumps. They just cost, like, so much, but it's like, oh, I got, like, a little star on my cards or something. (laughs) Anything. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, that guy's a baller. Yeah. But we've all played (laughs) games consistently where we see players in other games who have those kind of things when you come up Mm. against someone. I know we've got the prestige system. Like, when I come up Mm. against someone, 10 gold prestige i think wow you've played a lot of gwen i can't believe how committed you are but to have that other than just a single banner would be nice yeah 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 well we have iron ore and i forgot what the green dust was uh what do you, uh, you call that again? That's it, yeah so i mean they they literally sell those um so uh, just so you can make your card move i mean that could be implemented in different ways i guess if people are willing to buy us i mean there's a black friday special right now it's 50 percent off <laughs> for the powder I mean, people are buying it. Sponsored. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully Always. people are buying it. Because the yeah. versions of some exactly. of the art is stunning. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, the work that goes into it, amazing. I would I say there's one the thing, thing one. that yeah. somehow models, I agree. convince players yeah. to, to give it a try, then it's going to be the, the overall artwork. Like The boards are mm-hmm. amazing. Like, the overall mm-hmm. vibe of the game is, is, is great. Cards are absolutely beautiful. And it, yeah. the art is very mature. It's it's not like the mm. other card games where I, I personally I don't really see that much of a difference between Midgard and Hearthstone and and Tippin and whatnot, but then you have Gwent with with its very dark and mature theme, and yeah. that, that definitely stands out on the market. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the design is is definitely. very yeah it's the most beautiful version of a card game I think. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, but when it comes to monetization, we we had some really I had some really crazy ideas. For example, we instead of selling complete boards. You could just sell uh, uh, decorations, so you get like a base board, mm. and then you know you sell decorations like a stash or some sort of treasure or some sort of, yeah. sort of armor rack, you know, things that you can put on, on the on the board as you please. That's yeah. a great mm. idea. You can Good job, Eisenbach. That's a great idea. You should sell it to them. <laughs> Pavel, if the you're product. watching, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I, I think yeah. that could be yeah yeah. There, there are actually quite a few ideas. If you go into that, you can have your and then you can put your card. I don't. I don't even know what I'm saying. But if you can put more things on your board, you, we, you can yeah. implement that. Yeah. Sort of more I, creative output. I'd love to have a treasure cache that you could actually click. Um, I would happily fill my that keg that cache with dust that my opponent can steal very willingly. <laughs> you can take some of my scraps if you click on this. There's so That's many really options. Cool. Like, like later later models are just like mm. the easiest because they're so cool. And uh, yeah. you know, you, there's a ton that you can do emotes like. Uh, you buy emotes and they're like really crazy emotes or like new voice whatever, lines just, and things like that. Yeah, just different. Or like you can maybe customize existing models. Like, oh, give uh, Calvita sick like golden sword, you know, or like yeah, like, yeah exactly. Uh, equipables like right, like, like things like a piece of yeah. armor or weapon you can equip. Yeah, your, that'd be your, awesome. your leader with. 
Yeah. Of course, we more pray. skins. More sk we need the Witcher yes. characters. Yes. As yeah. leader skins. We need Gary of mm. India. We need Triss. We need Yennefer. We need Siri. All of them. Completely. Just dub all of them. Just yeah. everything. I think, I think <laughs> just give us one new one a month. You'll make a fortune. Radovid Africa oh, yeah. sold so well. Oh, yeah. Radovid Africa it. is. They made so prime much money from one yeah. leader skin. Like, please keep giving this. I will give you my money. Especially yeah, if you are definitely. a new player, because if you if you started playing Gwen because you knew the game from The Witcher Three, having a leader leader skin that somehow refers to the game to The Witcher Three, mm. it's mm. gonna be amazing. Yeah. And a lot of people are looking for Geralt and Yennefer. You know, they're, they're the most notable characters from from The mm. Witcher series. Yeah, makes sense. And we already 100%. have the tones. Like we 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 have all the emotes because they were in the beta. Yeah, mm, true. It's just a matter yeah. of implementing them. And but it's I like uh, leader models from Thronebreaker. Just bring them over, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, Maybe. can you just imagine everything we'd be able to implement after Cyberpunk, right? All the new characters, Where like a lot of potential. Well, we'll leave it to uh, CBR. Yeah, Keanu Reeves leader model win. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> breathtaking. I want. I'm going to say you're breathtaking. I would yeah. pay for that voice line. <laughs> You play the card, you're breathtaking. <laughs> That's Amazing. one thing I wish Gwent had was like, if you played like a, a relevant card to someone else's leader, if it had a custom voice line. Yes. Is it? Why can't Gwent have it? You know what I'm saying? I'm, just be it cool, actually you know? is a really nice function, isn't it? It's it, that yeah, that's great. that you, you really appreciate as a player. You go, oh, that's actually yeah. really cool. I've played this. And they're like that. super niche. Like you, some mm. of them you just like, never experience this really weird opportunity. It's like, wait. You just say something yeah. different. Like you just play like Siri and they're they're using like the Aerodin model and you just did something cool. Like that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah that'd be awesome. And uh, one idea that um kind of surfaced during uh during the beta was to give cards uh custom audio because people feel like it's it's very bland. Like you play gold cards and there's a voice line and that's just the gold card sound, like, like a bing and that's it, right? Mm. And people and people actually went to great lengths to design stuff like that. And I remember um, Nagelfar being shown, and you know you play mm. Nagelfar and you have that, that, that all those sea waves and whatnot, like a wind and and, and trumpets crime. and whatnot, like a, you know big massive effect like just in your face. It's Nagelfar. It's a it's a very strong card. It's it's super relevant for the lore, and you kind of get to see it. That's mm. on the the list, right? Sort of. I mean, yeah. In the last roadmap, they made some changes to that because all cards made the same noise orig originally. Yeah. It could definitely be expanded upon. Uh, it's like great. trebuchet it makes a slightly different noise than if you play a person, but it it could hugely have yeah. There could be big yeah. expansion. How and they just make alternates and sell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're giving you a license to print money. Just start printing it. You know, <laughs> because <laughs> if you are uh, running a free to play free to play game like uh, like this, you have to pump these MTX. Like you mm -hmm. have to make tons of them all the time. Yeah, yeah, very much. Just something new. Yeah, people are willing to pay, so oh yeah, go for it. It can be anything. Yeah. There's, there's so many things you could, you could, you could play around with in Gwen. Not only you no know, cards and, and and card bags. They are great, but they are just not enough. And I think that's the mm -hmm. problem because I, I'm not gonna buy a card bag because, for instance, I'm not gonna see it. Like my opponent's gonna see it, but I'm not gonna see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want something that you are gonna see on the regular. But also uh, your opponent, because you got to flex on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, like, you yeah, know yeah, the I'm bragging rights and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know who I am? That's why Radovid Africa is such a good skin. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so exactly. Good. Africa. I bought it within 30 seconds. 
literally the first thing I did when it came out and purchased. Yep. Have my money. There you go. (laughs) I need to. Definitely. Like imagine if they had that that tier like every one one a month, one one every two weeks. Like they just just break it in. Yeah, they clean up. I, yeah. I pay for a subscription service. Just give me them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get all the new skins. Yeah. yeah but I, I really like the idea that the Lionheart uh, put forward that you could somehow share your resources with your viewers. Oh, what I wouldn't give. I, I feel yeah. like. Uh, I'm not sure how many streamers would be willing to do that, but. You know, if you I, somehow I like a... made use of the partners program to. To, to, to promote the game like it's a free resource mm. like you have 150 160 people uh being a Gwen partner just to make use of it yeah well yeah. i mean the big streamers they i mean you can look at their streams they have so many kegs and so many and everything they'd be more than happy to do that and people will watch obviously it will will get more people to watch i think if I, if you've already got the complete collection, there's no purpose to having them. I've I've got four exactly. thirty-two kegs, and I have the complete collection. What am I going to do with them? They just sit there. Yeah, I think I there's an issue to be said with that. That mm. you could quite easily destroy your economy with so many, many yeah. so many resources. Okay. So mm. overall, I don't I don't wouldn't think it's a good idea. But mm. what they should do is give an opportunity for me to say like, okay, I'm going to buy five kegs and instead of putting them in my account, give me like a code or like a yes. some way to share it in game. And you could only share ones that you'd bought with real money or something as to not be that, have like someone with 10,000 kegs and be like, I'm going to give them to everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, or, a good idea. Yeah. We could give yeah. other things as well, bring it into the game. We don't know yet, yeah. but I mean, if you extra customization, things that don't cost money, but maybe you can only get it through watching streams for all we know mm. people yeah. would watch the streams. Yeah, they did that originally, didn't they? The Keen Observer title. You could only get it by watching the stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, I think mine is also a avid watcher or something like that. Um, uh, that's from Keen, the Keen Observer. Challenger. Yeah. That's from tournaments. From what? From tournaments. If you watch a tournament... Keen Observer? Yeah, it's from the to- tournaments. If you watch like, well, a couple of hours of, of Gwent Open or Challenger, you get the title. Yeah, it was five mm-hmm. hours you had to watch. That's weird, because I got it in beta. Uh, I've never watched a tournament before that. Really weird. I think the one no, you really got in beta was Pioneer. That was no, well, not yeah. the one Close, I close have, beta um... was Pioneer, that's for sure. That was if you played that's it. That, that's the ultimate play. flex. Because so yeah. few people played then. It's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that one. I, I played. I played close beta even for for maybe two weeks. Like I got I got in like at the very end, and I still got the title. Yeah, I got into close beta and I didn't load it, so I don't have the Pioneer title <laughs> because you were playing Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was working. Karma. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I would really like to see CDPR somehow uh, motivating content creators to to uh, engage in in, in Gwent related projects because we don't really mm. see that often. Like, there's mm, only yeah. one project that's been going on for ages and it's now on hold, and that's Commander's Horn. Mm. There, there's been yeah. 100. 23 episodes and not long ago uh mcbeard tweeted that uh first that he's gonna take a break from gwent then later re- he retracted that statement but he said that the whole commander's horn is off air and i can totally see why uh guys do, do you have like, any ideas of how cdpr could uh motivate gwent partners and other content creators to to uh work on their own projects something that would promote the game 
Hmm. I think they just need to give partners more anything. A purpose. <laughs> yeah, because yes. right now it's like your partner and you know, maybe you get into the PTR and you get to reveal a card and you get some like kegs or whatever. But like you, like it would be so great just to be able to be a partner and actually like promote the game easier, you know, like buy kegs and give to people or make community tournaments or uh, literally anything. Like yeah. I know with this is becoming the other card game stream, but like Mythgard, right? Like I'm talking to some people playing Mythgard <laughs> oh, and oh, I, look, 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 all right. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Mythgard, but they, they have some really well. cool stuff with their partners, you yeah. know? And I think it's, it's like a, it's more of that. Cause right now, like it's cool being a good partner, but like in the end, like it's, it doesn't really do a lot. Yeah. You don't really get or anything. anything. Mm-hmm. And you can't do anything either. Like you want to do yeah. stuff as a partner to be like, look, Gwent's awesome. Like I can do this for you and whatever, but you really can't. You just get a little badge to put on your stream. And oh yeah. Like, you, you essentially really get bragging else. rights. You get the card back and the badge and that's it. And yeah. Every now and then yeah. you, you get to review a card as you, as you already said. I mean, we have some crazy ideas. Like even within our, our Merchants of Novigrad group, we have some ideas. Like, Gwent and Gwent has been, has been floating around for a while now, yeah. and it really needs to happen at some point. We, we want to arrange a community tournament in the town of Gwent, which is in Wales. Um, I've seen that. Wow. Literally Gwent in Gwent. That'd be great. Can you imagine how good that would be? <laughs> okay. I've actually looked at venues that could host it and everything. Genuinely not kidding. <laughs> I mean... We should do that. We, yeah, we actually <laughs> talk about that, because Gwent, uh, I think it's called uh, Banlok, Ban Gwent County. I'm, I'm not sure. I think I think uh, Lionheart is going to know the proper name. No, um, it's around Newport. Yeah, it's around Newport. And you know, it's, since it's a very small county, we actually thought you know we could maybe we could reach out to the local council and, and talk to them about it. And you know, some people would, would would come in. There would be some coverage in the media, so maybe they would be interested be great. in in, yeah. in in, uh, in working with us, like in, in any kind of cooperation with with, uh, with with the merchants. Another idea that we got was a, a live episode of Merchants of Novigrad from Novigrad, Croatia. <laughs> We're just looking to go on holiday, basically, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. uh, Looking for sponsors, by the way. So if you're if you if you're willing, uh, just just give us hashtag salads. No, um, I mean, you know, Con would be great in Gwent, definitely. Or like a Mergers of Novigrad and... minigame called Novigrad Injustice. <laughs> we have all these Developers. ideas. Developers? <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, we have all these ideas. Mm. Like, there's so many things you could do. It's like, mm. from like yeah, small, I... tiny, small scale things to huge things like that. Yeah, yeah I really see... think we need, we need um, some sort of convention for Gwent, like a Gwent Con. Where yes. people just get together, like we had a taste of it yeah. during the challenger, and I'm genuinely sad that CDPR did not even show the crowd during the tournament. Yeah, they mm. didn't. Which is bizarre because it, it's one of the things that people talk about. It's what really reignited Gwent, the community getting together, not just the tournament and people watching it on Twitch, but the community being there and people coming back with that real fire and passion and love for the game again. Yeah. Yeah. As a watcher, I thought there were like fifty people maybe watching in the audience. Uh, I had, I have still have no idea who showed. Yeah, you don't. I yeah. only saw the actual game. Yeah, I mean, of course, um, the production yeah. value was always was there as always. Like, yeah. 
uh, hosting was great, casters were amazing, uh, mm-hmm. the analysts did an amazing job, like the the overall vibe with with uh, everything and whatnot that was great. But really, you got so many people just coming towards a fourth tournament. Do some interviews, just show them, mm. interact with them. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of making the announcement uh, in the studio, just in, in front of the pro players, go on the stage and do it in front of the um, of the audience to to see the reactions. Yeah. Yeah, like we we really need something like that. It doesn't have to be every every year. Just every every now and then, if there's a big announcement, and they they kind of want to make use of of Gwen partners and just other content creators, invite them or so or do it somewhere else and and let's have let's have a great time together. And I, I think you know, seeing the community as one, just everyone having fun and everyone being excited about Gwent would really do. Um, yeah. A lot of good for for uh, for Gwent and then the overall promotion of the game. Definitely, yeah, completely yeah. agree. And speaking think... of promotion, like we have to get to the topic of the roadmap. Mm-hmm. So you're going to plug some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> we need. You guys heard of uh, NordVPN? Uh, we don't have sponsors yet, but you know, if you if if you have your own company and you are interested, you know, just just give us a call. Just, just yeah. call in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, guys, roadmap and M O O speculations. What are we gonna uh, get? Realistic can, or not? Go wild. Um, go 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 with what you want first, then what you expect. I think. Okay. Alright, what I would want, and keep in mind I'm I'm not a pro player and haven't been playing Gwent for like a hundred years, like Yeah, okay. So what I would want, I would like a, a rough date on Android for sure, which I think everyone would like. Yeah. Um, a bit more mm-hmm. detail than Q1. I would like um information on the next season of competitive Gwent, which is what literally everyone will say. And like I said, I don't play competitive, but having a competitive scene for any game is is great for everyone involved, not just the people who compete in it. Um, so more concrete information on that and what their plans are to, because it feels like the last challenger, like it was just like working up to it. They did it, and it's like, all right, challenger's done. See ya. Like nothing planned after, you know. So I'd like to see first, like when's the next one, and also what are they going to do to keep it consistent and have like a regular league or season or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so those two, and then obviously like a new expansion would be pretty cool. And yeah, that's that's probably the most of stuff. A new game mode, if I'm gonna gonna go wild, like something really cool, really different. I don't know what, but just because all idea. the game modes in Gwent are all just Gwent. You know, I'll, I'll, I mean? I'll show it to you. The idea <laughs> okay. I had is a game mode where you can design a deck using cards from all the factions. Where you can just go completely wild and design something that's completely yeah. broken. Wow. <clears throat> like arena but Arena but, but controlled. Like you, you just you just yeah. get all the cards that you can use. Like it's not like you have to pick one of the three. You just pick whatever you want. You just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see like a basically a second seasonal mode, but it's like way more insane. So it's like choose any card from any faction or uh you can only put like odd costed cards in your deck or like you can only you have to have like a 50 card deck or you yeah. just like completely off the wall stuff that would just make it really insane making the oddball so, tournament real 
basically and then every month that just rotates like stuff that limits deck building i think is a lot of fun so yeah i agree random random things like that i think yeah another good. option will be to um sort of re-implement the old seasonal modes just 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 make them legacy like add them to the game core so you know you can play the current seasonal uh, mode but you can also play the previous one because people loved blitz mm. it would just be maybe you, be a, you could play them in, in like uh like if you challenge someone else you could be like hey, i want to challenge you and this oh, yeah, is no more yeah, because yeah, i instance. guess queuing into that would be a nightmare yeah because I, I don't like think the community is large enough to you to do that right now no no but being able to do it yeah. and uh and 1v1s would be great yeah your take on the roadmap it's coming this week we know it Damn, I, again, I'm all for more competition. The more competition, the better. And um, honestly, I'd also like some more where we can create our own competitions. Like, just leave a blank in there somewhere. Yes. Get some partners together. And also, not just in Europe. You know, make it here. I know uh, Miss Lady J was trying to uh, make her own competitive tournament here in South Africa. I don't mm -hmm. think it realized, but I mean, there are lots of us. <laughs> I mean, Spyro, uh, I don't know if Crozier lives here. Um, not sure. But um, yeah, make it more accessible to members across the world. You know, not everyone can afford to just fly over to Europe. Yeah, I think I think yeah. the more competition, the better. Honestly, if it's going to happen, we need it to happen soon because, as far as I know, uh, Jess is moving to Germany with Crozer. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, let's hope. <laughs> you know, let's hope everyone gets out of South Africa. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that would be great, and it still reminds me of that Wild Hunt three idea flake. Uh, Flake hat and wow. that he presented to uh, CDPR. I'm not sure if you guys watched that episode, but uh, essentially Flake got this idea of uh, making Wild Hunt 3, which is a, um, a North American Gwent tournament, and the top oh. 8 would take place in a mansion in Florida. Like, wow. The prize pool wasn't really that great, but the idea was that just going to Florida would be a, a prize of its own. Yeah, it'd be huge. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got everything uh, worked out. Uh, budget, how how much everything would cost, uh, you know, the camera crew, like everything was basically on paper. Everything was already set. He just needed the, the go from CDPR and, and some funding. And they said they're going to get back to him. And they never did. <sighs> I mean, yeah. but now that, you know, the, the, the income is much, much higher than what it used to be. Who knows? Maybe that idea is going to be back on the menu. Maybe. Maybe. The the revenue, mm. if you look at season two, if you look at the revenue coming into Gwent without external money, season two, if it exists, would have to be 75% less prize money to be even close to viable, unless they're investing from somewhere else. If Gwent's got to run at break even, at best, you're looking at 75% reduction in price in terms of um, like prize money. But that's understandable mm. in a way because they yeah. went completely nuts when it comes to season one. Like, oh, yeah. oh like, you know, three challengers at, at a special lo location. Like, you need yeah. to rent a freaking castle <laughs> or a UNESCO protected salt mine. Yeah. Like, how much I mean, is that? Even in prize money, they it's eight hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. They've effectively promised in season one. That's a lot of money, even before production value and flying people. Yeah. And that's crazy money. It's well yeah. above a million dollars. I think people would be fine just if they scaled it down, just to have it consistent and be like, look, we're going to yeah. do this, this, and this. Like, the last event will be, like, Super Baller, and we'll have lights and everything else. But, like, everything yeah. leading up to it, we'll just be in, like, a hotel or we'll whatever, and we'll do Gwent, it'll be cool, we'll have cool yeah. people there, and we'll, we'll have fun, you know? Yeah, I think it would be fine. Just like yeah. the last Challenger, it was hosted in CDPR, so the cost was almost nothing because they got their own basis. Yep. And it was probably my favorite tournament. It was great. I yeah, loved it. was it. great. Mm -hmm. I, I love the production value there. 
Yeah. That's that, that's something I expect from the roadmaps. So basically, what what Zayt already said, uh, a graph date on when the Android version is going to be released. Because uh, as you said, the Q1 is is just too vague. We we need to know like I don't know beginning of of, of February or you know something like that. Like give us a yeah. rough date on when it's going to happen. At least what they're hoping for. Lay yeah. down the basics of season two. Like okay, is mm-hmm. it going to happen? When does it start? Approxim- uh, approximately. Um, what is the format gonna be like? Because I think that they are um, going to change something in, in that department. And when is Masters gonna take place, more or less? Mm-hmm. And one thing that we need to get, and they should absolutely talk about it uh, uh, during the roadmap video, is the spectator mode. I know they said it's not a priority, yeah. but spectator mode would be absolutely uh, crucial it's for the competitive important. scene Huge. To, to, to stay alive, even without any significant tournaments. Because there's yeah. a lot of people yeah. willing to um, to organize custom tournaments, but mm. there needs to be a spectator mode because otherwise it's just a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah, right. It, it should be it should be something that they implement. Let's hope. I mean, yeah, otherwise they, something... they're just shooting themselves in the foot at this point. Yeah, it's not something that should be this hard. You know, no, it already exists. Mm. They use it for their own tournaments. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly have some sort of gateway where you can only use it when they approve which is easy mm. enough to do right you can just require mm. an additional code that they provide for set tournaments that they approve it, it's the, the yeah, what we have now. exactly <laughs> the amount of effort that goes into you know we've, we've had tournaments recently that like bushy hosted the bushy's brawl we've had uh, the claymore open the amount of effort and extra work that has to go in that is unnecessary mm. if we just yeah. have that is oh, kind yeah, of exactly. baffling yeah, and even so. us, even you know, when we're talking about when we went internally, we said we really need a spectator mode for that to happen. Yeah, we'd ha- I'd happily host the tournament. Gwen yeah, Tingle, let's make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> it just Gwen, needs to Gwen be possible. Yeah, yeah, Precisely. exactly. And you, you know, besides, there's so many uh, great uh, British content creators and, and players like Freddie Ash. Uh, King Chess is from Gwent. He is. <laughs> that that would be is. Very, very easy to get these people on board, I guess. <laughs> um, one more thing that I expect from the roadmap is uh, like a rough idea on when the expansions are going to drop. Because mm-hmm. right now, mm. last time they said, we want to do a couple of expansions a year. And I think that re- they really need to narrow it down to one expansion every three months or something like that. Like, Knowing when they're coming is, is yeah, we, we need to know idea, what, what is their development cycle. It seems it's three months. I don't think we are going to get an expansion uh, in December. Because I yeah. think that if we did, we would already have a PDR, and if there is a PDR, yeah, it's super I'd... secret, and I don't know about it. Uh, <laughs> like, actually, some people tried to bamboozle me. They're like, "Oh, Pumpkin is playing PDR. Is there a PDR? I have no I've idea." I've actually heard that too. I've <laughs> actually yeah, I've, heard that. I've heard some people saying that, but I think they're just trying to debate others. Maybe I'd say so. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he can't be doing it on his own. He's just playing against himself. This is amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's yeah. playing against life coach and swim. Oh, we can. <laughs> um, a part of me does wonder. Actually, is the master's delay currently? Life coach is committed to working for Riot, and as a result, he's exclusive to Riot. That exclusivity isn't permanent. Are they waiting for that exclusivity to finish so that he doesn't not no show? Hmm. He's got another three months, I think, or three or four months of exclusivity. By the sound of it, is that the reason? Because is it, is it worth waiting? Tournament. 
would, wouldn't look great, would it? I know there's people they could step in. I think, is it Hannah Chan who's next that would go in? Yeah. Instead, But part of me wonders, because he was such a huge part of the Gwent community originally, are they hoping for the life coach boom? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious. Conspiracy Possibly. theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's not really conspiracy because he uh, he hasn't been playing Gwent for what three years now. Like he he quit well, he around back for like two days, right? Yeah, he quit around the time of Midwinter, which was December 2017, when almost else two years ago, and then he came back for the Homecoming release for two days, and um, he posted uh, a a longer message on why he doesn't like it, and that was it. Mm. It is so much better than it was then. It's of yeah. course, of course, but you know he's not committed to Gwent in any form or shape anymore. So no. uh, mm-hmm. the question is, you know, he doesn't really need the money, I guess. Like, no, no, no knowing his his uh, his status, he doesn't really need, uh, um, you know, the the price that comes with uh, participating in in Masters. So no. even even if he wasn't the right exclusive, would we would he be willing to participate after after essentially two years of being away? Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think anybody else would be. That's what's frustrating, I think, for Gwent. And mm. if it wants to be competitive, it needs people to care. There aren't many people who turn down the option of a quarter of a million dollar prize. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I will step in. I- I'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> I- you know what, guys? I will take the bullet. I will I will take his prize. You'll take one for the team. I, I will save <laughs> Gwent single-handedly. Thank you, Lionheart. Thank you're, you. you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. No, you are, you I, are I, the I hero we needed. Um, uh, yeah, he still needs sorry. to win. Yeah, sorry. Uh, in order to get that, he needs to win. And I mean, I personally believe there's a little bit of luck in the in that level of pro, because you can only do so much um, if you play certain factions against each other. So it's it's not like is it worth it to get a quarter of a million? Is is it worth it to get a certain position below that? You know, mm. it's probably probably not for him anymore. No, for him yeah. it's not. I will say it. Yeah, same. <laughs> There's an inherent issue with how spread out all of the challenges have been. I agree. So, like, mm. ideally, you probably wouldn't want to wait this long because a lot can change in two years. Like, yeah. someone could compete in the first one and, like, die in two yeah. years. You know? It's a lot been that of, long. Yeah. It's a lot of time, you know? Like, so I think, like, uh, yeah, we, for the roadmap. Mm-hmm. A, a layout of season two and be like, all right, this is when it starts. This is when it ends. Like it's it's like Here's a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like two years. The first twelve months was consistent. It was open challenger, open challenger. You had one a month roughly, and, and it was well structured. And then it happens. just stopped. Yeah, and then homecoming so happened, good. and they went no. Like it's a completely different game. Like if you invested your time into yeah. beta went, and you expected that to develop. In a certain direction, and then they completely changed their approach to the game. It's essentially <laughs> yeah. a completely different product. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel it can be a little bit uh, disheartening. I wouldn't blame anyone to, yeah, after like winning or getting somewhere in the last few, but just bailing on it. Be like, yeah, sorry, like, it's, it's not like a game anymore. Yeah. But before we delve deeper into into that um, topic, M O O M double O M O O, or however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> The already famous Buja tweet that he's he loves to work with Jason on MOO. What is that? Your speculations, guys. Your your take on what MOO is gonna be. It's very obviously the buff to uh, prize winning cow. I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> uh, 
that's it you know yeah. there's nothing else to it uh, yeah, pers- personally, I think um, that uh, in his in his free time, Busha just plays uh, Farmville with Jason, <laughs> and that was a reference. It could just be completely unrelated. But I think that most uh, people I've, I've I've talked to uh, sincerely uh, believe it's it's a new expansion, like something Last of Oxenford, something of Ophir, like mages of Ophir, maybe, or or you know, merchants of Oxenford. Like, you know, completely not a ripoff. Uh, <laughs> something to do with a new expansion, probably. Yeah, I, I would say so. Because yeah. we already know yeah. that uh, the new art is in. Like, Busha was already yeah. having a look at that a couple of months ago, as he told us. So the expansion really was in the it. works. Mm. But the question is, if, if it's an expansion, do you guys have, like, a preferred theme of that? Or the... Is there something you would like to see in Gwent? Is there something you'd like to see back in Gwent? Because there's still a couple of things that we are missing from the, the, the beta phase of the game. Give me my boy Dagon. That's it. Ah, the Dagon fish god. Everything. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Mm. I just mm. want to see more cards. I want to see new cards yeah. that actually change the meta up. That's what I want. I don't want another faction. I, I don't no. want another faction. No. I beg no, you no. not another faction. No. But... I would. I just want some cards, and we've already got cards like like Dave, We're missing cards that we had before that would come in and would shift the meta, would change mm-hmm. the game, and add another dimension. And I think that that's what I'm looking for, really. Obviously, the theme will be cool. I do think it's Oxenfurt. I think Moo's a reference to the uh, the trophy you get in Oxenfurt when you kill all the cows and spawn the chort. Um, I think it's an expansion. I hope it is, but I don't think we'll see it before February at the earliest. But was it in Oxenfurt? Was it wasn't the the chort thing in White Orchard? Uh, it was you were just outside Oxenfurt, and you had the, the only place you could actually do the achievement for Moorger, or however you say it, was just outside Oxenfurt. Okay, because I know that the short thing was was very prevalent in in the first area. <laughs> yeah, because the short was broken; and it just one shot you. <laughs> yeah. Like, no do you, do you think Gwent has too many cards that any new expansion would just kind of inherently be? not much of a meta shift because there's so many baked in cards to core decks at this point. Depends on if you make tweaks to the existing cards. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We still have that or promise, you, yeah. right? That they said they're going to rework bronzes. It didn't really happen uh, this season for obvious reasons because you don't mm-hmm. want to mess around with stuff like that when you release on iOS. I still hope they're going to go on with the plan and rework a, a huge number of bronzes to, uh, feel playable and feel good to play and good to include in your deck mm. especially from mm. from my own perspective as an as a Nilfgaard player because there's just so many bronzes i don't even want to look at <laughs> so eventually like you can't just keep reworking cards right they'll get to a point where it's like, okay every new expansion is not doing enough unless we go insane mm. you that, have, have to do that. something i'm all right Soonish, I would assume. Like, Gwyn- how many cards does Gwyn have now? Like, seven hundred, six hundred. Uh, six factions. Uh, each faction's got one hundred and six cards, except for Syndicate, which they is got one hundred and thirty-two. One forty-two. Yeah. And then Northern Neutral cards, so probably around seven hundred. Yeah. Damn. A bit more. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. There are plenty of cards. Popular opinion: We did not need a new faction. I'm always saying this. I we did not need Syndicate. I would rather we disagree see, on this. I would rather I would rather <laughs> we see, disagree on this. 
I know that we I agree. I disagree. I agree with Lineout. So I would rather Syndicate see cool. each faction getting 28, 29 cards than, than Syndicate being around. See, I, I, like, uh, I hate Syndicate, but I like that it's in the game. I like Syndicate. Same. It's a bit different. Uh, I, I think it's necessary. Otherwise, things get a bit bland. Mm. You know, but I, I, I know yeah. that I'm biased here, but I, I've always liked... Uh, <laughs> I've always liked... Um, lore-friendly factions, and, and Syndicate doesn't have any basis in the Witcher lore. It's like completely made up for the purpose of Gwent. There's like two yeah. characters from the Witcher games, and uh, two or three characters from the Witcher games and novels. The rest is just com completely designed for the purpose of Gwent. Yeah, but if you get into that, then it's like the whole, ooh, uh, Scoia'tael is uh, full Oh yeah, yeah, of know, course. Like, yeah. Uh, we see that, that topic Yeah, we see that yeah. topic surface every, every couple of months, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm a fan. Like I said, I don't enjoy <laughs> playing Syndicate. I hate playing against Syndicate. They drive me crazy, but I'm yeah. glad they're in the game because they add variety. I've now got five potential different opponents and my own faction. Not, you know, it, it gives another meta that you have to fight against, you have to deal with. I think with Pro Rank, the way they've designed it, if you've got one specific faction that you wasn't very good and only four opponents if your mmr was made from four you would just have one dead faction permanently yeah mm -hmm. that just yeah, got I, I, like, I think play. six is a good number i think mm -hmm. i wouldn't probably wouldn't want to see any more honestly but six yeah. i think is good yeah and if anything needs to go it's probably um not right <laughs> <laughs> just just merge it in with northern realms it needs to happen just get rid of that, it. that bribery, the coin you know it's a lot like syndicate um but bias. Mm. <laughs> okay, not myself. Yeah, never, is. never invite Tia again. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> oh, uh, I can yeah. continue. I won't. <laughs> no uh, but yeah, we actually got to the point where Gwent is balanced, and like, the game is arguably in, in a very good state. Like, objectively speaking, it's in a very good state. But mm. um, I've seen so. both Bushy and, and Spyro asking the question, and what now? Mm. How do you yeah. go? Like, what do you what do you do now? How how do you go with the development from 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 this point? Like, how do you develop the game? You have this ultimate balance on your hands. What mm. do you do? Yeah, I feel that. Like, quite. I was thinking before the podcast. I was I was trying to think of a way to like say what I feel with that, and that's a pretty good way to put it. Like, it feels like Gwent's a very good spot, but it's like, like now, what do you do? You know, like. Mm. As I think eventually Gwent's going to have a pretty big thing on its hands. It's kind of similar to what I said before. Like, there's so many cards, and I know like a lot of people don't like the idea of having a rotation of cards because for many reasons. But it's it's something you got to do for a card game. It just has to happen. Like I don't think yeah. any card game has continued on for a while without having a rotation. It just needs to, it's something you have to do. And Gwent's in a weird position because a lot of its expansions are like would be considered core to the game, right? Like you can't just rotate out Novigrad because there goes the whole faction. You can't just rotate <laughs> out Crimson Curse because then there's so many cards in Crimson Curse that are, would be considered like core, right? Like all the bombs and a ton of other stuff. So eventually Gwent's going to have a, a judgment day, I think, where it's going to have to be like, all right, we're going to like melt the idea of all these old expansions we'll have to like merge make like a core set and do a ton of this stuff and i think that's probably something they're dealing with right now because two one two three more expansions away they're gonna have to do something about homecoming that, two confirmed 
<laughs> I don't think it's that big, but eventually it's going to have to be a core set and eventually they'll rotate expansions. Uh, yeah, I agree, because I one thing that players always wanted is that ultimate balance. Like You, you could always see that. Whenever was that there was a new expansion or just a, a minor, minor a patch, people were like, oh, we need this to be balanced, we need that to be balanced. And mm-hmm. now we achieve that balance, more or less, and people are bored out of Gwent. Yeah. yeah. But balance is about a cycle, though, isn't it? When you've got balance, inevitably you bring change, it will become unbalanced again, and then we will seek that balance. I mean, Magic as a community actively listen and ban specific cards from whole seasons because they're broken. Rather than reworking them, they just go, you know what? No, we're going to take this out of the game for a while and we're going to come back to you, which shifts the whole meta. The whole what cards would those be, do you think? What, br- uh, bribery rip? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll still bomb bribery too. I didn't say it. So, because, and I'm not saying that I'm complaining about certain archetypes because they need to work. You need good cards. But sometimes you think, "Mm, is that actually a better way? The community complains about certain cards. We wait six weeks and it gets a slight tweak. Maybe it should just be actually remove it, shift the whole meta that way so that you're changing the balance. I don't know. There's lots of other competitors that do this already. So, there's got to be some way to it. But I think we do risk reaching the point where we have too many cards that you just never see. so I think yeah. rotating them mm-hmm. out does make sense. Yeah, even like mini micro rotations work too. Like I go back to Hearthstone, but it's it's the good it's a good reference, all right? So like Hearthstone recently brought brought like ten or fifteen cards from like older expansions, just just like all right, here you go, and just like piff them into the meta. And like as far as I know, a lot of stuff changed because they were quite powerful. And yeah. conversely, they've also done the same of like okay, these cards are way too strong. We're just gonna like dump them in wild. See you later. And then the whole game changes because they were everyone was just relying on these cards to make like, every deck, right? So I think mm. stuff like that can also be quite beneficial over time. Just just little tweaks, send a few, bring a few in. Like you can do stuff like that to keep it fresh. Guys, have you seen the draft and craft tournament announcement? No. Essentially, the idea is that um, uh, each player in every matchup is gonna uh, ban certain cards and abilities. And I think that's something that we could do on a seasonal basis. For example, like people don't like bribery. Okay, so let's say this season create is gonna, gonna be on the list of abilities that are gonna be banned. Like you are not able to play a create this this season. Hmm. I suppose I like it would the idea. actively shift, yeah. That would always I think be- it would it would have to be cur- curated for sure, because if <laughs> yeah. like create it would obviously like destroy probably one faction or a couple of factions more than anyone exactly. else. Exactly. It wouldn't, like, like, even if you look at Nilfgaard, like everyone is playing create. I'm not. I'm of everyone except me. I'm playing enslaved soldiers, like my own version. And I think there is a couple yeah. of other enslaved soldiers decks. Like it's possible to make a very decent deck with uh, mm. a different hybrid um, than than um, tactics create. You can do tactics soldiers. You can do tactics uh, something else. Create you can. So, yeah, uh, no, I think it's a good idea. I think the the devs could be like, all right, we're going to take like these certain amount of um, specific things that we and we'll put we'll put it to a community vote. You can vote in game or whatever. I yeah. wouldn't do it because then you, like the the it, it's not going to be balanced in any way. Like the vote would be very skewed. Biased, yeah, it'll be very exactly. biased. Like you you can see that mm-hmm. the community has has um, yeah, that's a good point. Like, li- li- like certain factions more than others. But so, would like, this be in seasonal or yeah, right? Yes, yeah, seasonal. Like every every oh, seasonal, okay. every 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 couple of months, maybe mm. every expansion they would ban an, an ability or two. 
because I mean, if you take out my Corvo and Dandelion, screw down. I'm not playing it's Northern Realms. It's Visigoda. Yeah. He is from um, Corvo. He's Corvo. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Corvo is my man. Not I don't know. Corvo, 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 Corvo is a place. I'm, I'm not sure how, how a place can be your man, but whatever floats your boat. Papa. Uh, well, no, I, that, I do like the good. idea of seasonal, actually. I think that's quite a good idea, being able to deal with that. I suppose seasonal has got lots of options. There's lots of different ways we can do that, and it is interesting, and it is fun, and it's nice to take We are not talking about seasonal. Yeah. We are talking about just Gwent in general. Like You have a season, and you just completely hmm. ban an ability from that season. Also, I don't even like on that. Pro Radar, even on Pro Rack. Yeah, even on Pro. Yeah. Just think about it. You'll obviously ban something out of a different faction. So it's, uh, let's say everyone plays Enslave, you're all going to ban my core. I don't like that. No, it's, it's, it's not like you get the, the choice to ban something. It's like CDPR bans the whole an ability community. before okay. the season. So, for example, they say, okay, uh, Harmony's create, gone. Harmony is gone, for instance. I think it's too it's too broad. Yeah, I, I like I the idea. It's a broader I, version I, of the magic thing. Yeah, mm. I think what would be more effective is isolating certain cards um, yeah. and not whole keywords. But maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose because they put a lot of work into developing those functions to make yeah. Harmony viable, um, Assimilate viable, Intimidate isn't viable as I actively proved, but to take an entire archetype out, I suppose that would be quite frustrating for them having built it, but it would force them to work on the other ones. If you took if you took Bounty out of Syndicate, nobody would play it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they effectively did that already. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still tier zero or tier one. Yeah, but exactly that that, that was the um, the main voice of criticism that if you take uh, the whole bounty mechanic out of Syndicate, uh, the faction is not going to be playable. They reworked it. Uh, they they did it in a very reasonable fashion, and the faction is still tier one. Yeah, it didn't it didn't you, suffer from from that rework. Mm. Yeah, but it's still functional, and your two of your biggest cards still functionally require it. Or make a big benefit yeah. from it, so it mm. is more balanced than it was, definitely. But what isn't in Gwent? I mean, it's 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 it's, it's okay. I, I, Bounty right now is is not very problematic, I would say. No, no, it works well. Yeah, agree. Like, Just honestly, to top yeah. off the honestly, uh... I don't really see any problematics, uh, any problematic uh, abilities or cards. Like maybe one or two, like that could, could use some tweaking, but nothing that will be completely broken. Hmm. To um to tie it off the the little conversation about uh, card rotations, just with uh, Frannic Chen and Chat um, saying with how rotations that a lot of big downside with that is that it costs a lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's one of the big reasons people don't like them is that you rotate cards out that you own, and then it's like, hey, buy more cards. Uh, and I think I that is this definitely an issue. But I think the thing with Gwent is that because it's so generous it's not actually going to be as much of a problem, especially if you've been playing for a little bit where you've got enough resources to craft a lot of stuff. So I, I definitely agree that that can be an issue. I think for mm. Gwent, it, it might actually be not as bad. No, I think it's almost too problem. generous, isn't it? <laughs> in terms of resource gathering, it's very easy to gather resources very quickly. It's in a weird spot, actually. I was yeah. thinking about that. Like Gwent is very generous, almost to a fault, right? Yeah, I, actually, like, I, I agree. Yeah, I think it actually is almost to a fault. I, as much as I would have absolutely hated it when it switched from beta, I kind of wish I didn't get my scraps and had to start again. 
which I know at the time uh, I would have complained like crazy about, but yeah. now I think I'd prefer it. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't agree, but I, I'm kind of with you. Like, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have started playing again. The thing is, when I went away for a yeah. scraps, I was like, got to use it now. If, if I didn't, I would feel that all my time has been wasted because it's essentially just grinding and grinding. And yeah. Maybe mm. we, we change from beta to homecoming to homecoming too and you lose all your scraps again. Yeah. And I then you won't come back. If they announce <laughs> homecoming to you, that would be effectively the end of Gwen. I, I, don't, think, exactly. I don't think the community would survive another, another trial. It, it would. No. But then if you switching from a beta to a game normally, you don't transition, you don't take everything you earned with you because it was a beta. Even yeah. if they pushed it slightly, maybe. I know I would have complained. I would have hated it. So I'm not saying they could have done it. I'm just looking back with hindsight. I, I wish they'd given us less because it is so generous that you don't have to invest if you don't want to ever. Yeah, but here's the mm. question. How do you limit that um, generosity? Mm. Right you now, you have to do it step by step, very, very slowly, like they did with uh, the ability of crafting premium cards with with uh, scraps. Uh, it used to be possible. I did mm -hmm. that. I, I had a full premium collection at some point, Same. and uh, they took that away. And initially, some people were quite upset about it, but I think Definitely in the end, call. everyone accepted <laughs> the fact. I think it's kind of been a, a, a bit of a not maybe not issue but just like a it's like a thing right where what well, let's say you don't care about pro rank right you just play gwent because like you like the game and you like the cosmetics and whatever once you've got a collection there's really not a lot to grind for you know if you don't mm -hmm. want to get into pro rank and i think that's something they might want to address with maybe like super grindable cosmetics apart from like the uh the contracts and stuff but like you know this it's like I know it's like just play the game for fun forehead, like sure, but like you've got to, there's got to be like wow, a character. Well, like I, I got to yeah. go for it. Like I need this, and I need this next yeah. thing, and I think there needs to be something that Completely. if you that don't care about rank, yeah, because the leader, you know, like, the, the quests are good, stuff. right? But they only give me more dust and more powder <laughs> that I don't oh, yeah. need. That's actually the point that Spyro made in his video that the whole ranked system is is kind of pointless right now because before in beta mm. like you would get specific seasonal rewards for for each for reaching each rank like you'd get a new uh, new avatar or a new border or a new title uh -huh. or something like that there will be some sort of specific rewards for, for for grinding rank now you don't really get them like if you don't have the ambition yeah. to get to pro rank what do you grind for that's that's the question you ask but yeah once you get to pro rank what do you grind for then yeah, like the, the competitive be... scene is very limited. Like the, the, the number of players who mm -hmm. are really gonna make it is is limited to what like 20, 20 people maybe. And uh, how many yeah. out of them are gonna make it there? Like I whether you are top five hundred or top one hundred, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There needs to be some massive resource dumps. I think obviously yeah. at different levels, but like just like just get all your your scrap your powder, just pour it in like. Whatever it's for, you know, just just dump it, all of it, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, introduce new currency and sort of devalue the the existing ones. Yeah, that's that's always another option too, because then you can kind of make it in with that in mind, I guess as well. Just something, something to something to to run the treadmill for that isn't just enjoying the game, because it's they go hand in hand, I think. Yeah, well, I think their whole 
their current plan, there's no situation where that'll happen because it's designed around new players right now. Gwent is built for the new players coming in from iOS and the new players they plan for Android. It's, it's great like for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the moment, and not in a horrible way. They aren't concerned with our progression because our progression isn't relevant right now. It's getting new players mm. in, I think. Yeah, so exactly. I, I actually don't think it's us that matter. It, and I don't mean that yeah. they don't care about us. I, I know they do, and I know they need to keep us, and I know. But we aren't the focus right now. And we it's haven't been looked back for the last six months. It's yeah, that was, all that, about that was actually the point Trident made last, last episode, right? He said for the first, what, 30 something hours, 40 hours as a new player, you're not even going to see the meta. No. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a good moment to, to touch uh, a little bit more on the topic of competitive win and, and the community tournament. There's not much going on in terms of competitive win. Like we, we've seen a lot of people just asking for more information. But there has been some 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 really cool uh, community um, projects like, like Bush's Brawl. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. I, yeah, watch bits. Yeah, I wasn't able to. I, was, I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's a very good gonna, argument. I was going to be in it, actually, Fine. but I was like, you know oh, really? what? I don't want to stay up until two in the morning just to start playing. So I was like, I'll, I'll pull out of this one. <laughs> oh. I got to sleep. Just yeah, not committed I, enough, clearly. Yeah, yeah, just don't like wind enough. These <laughs> <laughs> Hearthstone players, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was sitting on my phone playing Battlegrounds and like, man, I really don't want to play Gwyn right now. It's, it's oh. a joke. I was, asleep. I was asleep. I was sleeping, guys. You could just as well be asleep while playing those games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> couldn't agree on <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah, I actually think that that community tournaments are, are vital for the success of Gwent. That that's why awesome. we really yeah. need spectator mode. It will just make the yeah. life of yes. everyone so much yeah. easier. And you know, the draft and craft tournament I already mentioned. It's it's I I consider playing it. It's it's a really cool idea that you can ban you know cards and and, and abilities beforehand. And and you know maybe there's gonna be another edition of uh, Oddball. Have you guys watched any of it? Um, I, I know that... Uh, Lion, you played in one of the editions, right? Sorry, dude. You cut the, out there for me. Uh, yeah, the Oddball, Oddball Tournament. Oh, I've played in the Oddball Tournaments. They're really good fun. They're completely different. They're kind of like They're great. the yeah. messed up versions of... Um, seasonal that we're talking about. And it's all community-driven and they're great fun. The beauty of the Oddball mm -hmm. Tournament is when enough people can't make it, I get to play. And it was really yeah. good fun. Yeah. Um, me too. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're it's annihilated. Just completely different. Yeah, same. Lord Bushwick demolished me. Shocking nobody. Yeah. Um, I, I won a game. I won a game, and it's on my CV for Gwent. Um, I got 3 0 so. Oh, ouch. No, I, to yeah. be honest, I should have been 3 0 I got really lucky. He low rolled. Um, but nonetheless, it was entirely my skill that won me that game, and that's the takeaway. Oh, of course. Cool. Uh, but yep. no, the oddball tournaments are amazing, and the fact that the Gwent community is actively trying to amuse itself almost shows how much they love the game, how much the drive is there for it. <laughs> You know, with tournaments like Oddball, and I know there are more in the works that people, you know, they're looking at trying to make more Oddball tournaments and Bushy hosting the Bushy's Brawl, which must have been a phenomenal amount of effort on his part oh, yeah. to continually cast and deal with all of that. That's, you know, mm -hmm. and there was another Open, the Claymore Open that was played for a smaller prize. But I mean, the guy who won the Claymore Open won the 98. He played his final game at 3 a.m. his time and it finished at 3.42 a.m. He'd been playing all day, all night. And the Respect. number of people who have been doing that stayed up, watched it to do that. The community is literally, it's there and waiting. We're all keen. Give us spectator mode, please. Forget everything else. Just give me spectator mode. In a way, there is now more demand than supply. And not only tournaments, not only competitive scene, just, just Gwent content in general. Completely. Mm. Yeah. 
That's why the yeah. screens grow so quick. Yeah, honestly, they should just give the people more power to continue an adaptive spiral of sorts. So they don't need to do all the work. We just we can do it. We just need the the power to do it. Yeah, spectator mode. I think it's definitely just give very us the necessary. Tools and, and we'll do exactly, it. exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, is there anything else competitive uh, related that we need to talk about Lionheart? Uh, not that I know that's actually taken place, to be honest. Uh, we've had those, <laughs> really. There's, it, it's all just around, are we going to get a Master's Day? We hope so. Um, you know, what what's going on from there? That's basically where we are. There's, mm. there's no new... There's no news. I don't know when the next community tournaments are even. I don't. I haven't seen anything announced, unfortunately. Me neither. And, so, but we actually knew that this segment was going to be very, very short. Yeah. That's why we can we can just move to the personal uh, part of the stream. And I think the first question is going to be, Zaid, why do you have multiple YouTube channels? Yeah. <laughs> it's only two. It's not that many. <laughs> Two more uh, than most. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's true. I would say uh, one more than most. Yeah, I have uh, okay, Mason Bath doesn't count. <laughs> um, the reason is that I started my main YouTube channel about eighteen months ago, before I streamed or really had even played Gwent. Mm. Um, and uh, that's kind of like my main YouTube uh, presence, which is going pretty well where I mainly review like old games and some new ones, uh, usually RTS games. But uh, funny, hilariously enough, one of my first five videos was like a five-minute uh, preview on Gwent, as a beta Gwent. Oh, really? That was the only beta Gwent I ever played. I played about eight hours of it for that video. That's nice. Yeah, and I, I remember I shared it on the Gwent subreddit too. I'd be interested to see who, uh, who commented on that. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, so that's the only Gwent video on, on my channel. <laughs> oh, wow. But you have the other yeah. channel. You have the... Yeah, the so Zay I have, Gwent I have a Gwent, the Zay Gwent channel, which I made specifically for Gwent only um, because I didn't... Because my videos on the main channel are not frequent, right? They're every week or two. Um, very edited, like... More like documentaries almost. Documentaries, reviews, that kind of stuff. Uh, they take a lot of work to do. So it's not really a, a channel where I'd want to upload like Gwent deck guides or like Gwent gameplay or analysis or stuff like that because the audience also is not the audience who wants to see Gwent, right? So I was like, well, let's yeah, start a true. second channel that could just be Gwent and then I could do both. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so that's just uh, Gwent stuff. But we kind of talked about it before the, we started a bit, but um, it's like finding the motivation to create it's like right now, like today, like what do I make a Gwent video on? It's like, I don't know, man. It's like, mm. it's like, uh, you know, I played this deck today. Like that's all you can do. There's just nothing yeah, else. I, I also think that's like what most people do. It's it's like a recap of what they what they played in, in the last uh, couple of days or a week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, like I, I'm just, it's just like, I, I don't have the motivation to do that. So it's the last couple of weeks I really haven't made anything for that channel. But you, you also have your own podcast. Yeah, so that's an interesting spot too. So I started a Boardside podcast maybe like two months ago, about when Iron Judgment came out. Um, it's I had a, I was doing it with Specimen Gwent for uh, for anyone who knows him. 
Yeah. Uh, but he's a super busy guy. He works full time, um, and we weren't able to keep doing it together. And also, we're on the other side of the world, so like, I'd be like, "Hey, can we record a podcast?" Like, I'm asleep, and then he would be like, "Hey, can we record a podcast?" Like, I'm asleep. Like, it's just, it's it's very difficult. We're literally opposite. So uh, he ended up pulling out of that, and now we're just trying to work out what we want to do with it. And uh, yeah, there's been an episode for a couple of weeks, but. We'll see. Hopefully next week there'll be one. And at the same time, I I was doing like a kind of a secondary series of board site interviews where I would interview a, a content creator or like a some known personality in like the the Gwent uh, scene, and but talk less about Gwent and more about them like as a person. So like learning about them and uh, yeah, finding about the history and stuff. And I've done a few of those, and, and they were fun. So I'm uh, you did one with uh, a barrel, right? Uh, no, so we actually did a, a normal podcast together. A Woody's in chat. I did one with him, uh, an interview with him, and then I've done one with Ryan Godrick as well. Oh, you're right, Ryan. Right so it's, it's a shame oh, he's yeah. not sure yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think he's, he was finishing his study. I think he might be back into it soon. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. We need more content. It would be great. Yeah, it'd be good to Ryan. Speaking of new content creators. Yeah, you started streaming again not too long ago. Um, it's it, how it's been it going happened. for you. Like, how, Did how, you just get like the sun appear in front of you? Literally, the yeah. moment wow. he said my name, <laughs> <laughs> boom! May the great Literally sun light your path. <laughs> it's back now, right? That's yeah, you're okay. Um, yeah, okay. So I uh, I began streaming Gwent in the beta version, and our internet in South Africa absolutely sucks uh so i had to stop for an entire year came back to homecoming it was just something completely else uh i remember playing the um the trial version and i thought they wouldn't give us a third row because we we weren't ready for it yet and it never came so um it's quite interesting and yeah um team rank star uh, recently asked me to join um yeah i'm quite quite stoked for that it's it's nice being part of a community like that and you're also part of it, Weisenberg. I know you are. Might have pulled some strings, maybe. <laughs> I'm not gonna deny I did have a hand no, in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and like I said, we're just trying to get past our exams at the moment. Um, if that's done, I can stream full time again and um, also pursue some other passions like writing, etc. Uh, writing about Gwen specifically, or writing uh, more, more like a novel, no, or uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I don't want to self-promote, but um, yeah, I think go, go on. ahead. That, that's what this yeah, segment is for. Ah, uh, okay. Well, in the real passion is writing, right? So I only studied law and psychology in case that didn't work out. But the reality is, it it might work out. It just takes a couple of years. Um, so I started the novel in high school. It's now my third year of university and it's done. So I recently got an editor from New York finally. And uh, now we're, we're searching for an agent. And if that's done, I can publish it, maybe study something else and still stream. Definitely still stream. Uh, a lot of creative output, uh, I feel, is necessary. Any, yeah, any details you can give away? Like what, what, what is the novel about or like the oh, general okay. <laughs> topic of it? I'm, I'm interested. I love reading. Yeah, me too. It's really cool. <laughs> Okay, well, it's a young adult novel, so it's very much, how can we put it, uh, extraterrestrial Lord of the Flies. So um, mm. without giving away too much, it's basically about 
children disappearing all over the world, which happens anyway. We just assume they're being kidnapped, right? So this book delves into the theory that they're all being abducted, and we'd never know, would we? So the main character, he receives a mark the morning he's abducted, and it's called The Marked, because all these children are basically marked before they go. And he wakes up on this another planet, and they need to survive, they need to figure out why they're there. It's quite interesting. Um, <laughs> well, I'd say, um, yeah, and uh, I'm hoping that might get published soon. It would be nice. That's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah, if it, it, if it gets published. <laughs> it's not merely an idea. It, it, would be, it would be fun to actually hold a a hard copy of it. Yeah. One day. Yeah, it's it's, really cool. it's it's a it's a very interesting topic because it actually reminds me of the discussion I've had with with uh, quite a few uh, Gwent and the Witcher players. And you oh, know, yeah? the question would always be like, "You wake up in the Witcher universe, what do you do?" Oh, <laughs> it's like that Skyrim start. Oh, you're finally awake. <laughs> that Imperial ambush got you. Sword art online, but for the Witcher. Great reference. <laughs> Yeah, what would you do? I mean, do you wake up as the Witcher? Do you wake up as oh. a peasant? I think that you would not survive very long in, in, in the Witcher <laughs> no. universe. And I'm not talking about the monsters, because as, as we know from the novels, it's they are not as common as they are in the games. But without having any kind of community, and, you know, nobody would trust you. Like, everyone would look uh, down upon you. It's like... It's 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 like being a newcomer in a, in a town in, a medi- in medieval Europe. It just would not work the way you would think it it, it would. So <laughs> I, I don't think you would survive very long like, without any kind of background and, and community and anyone to support you, and probably not having the skills that you need to to, to survive in an environment yeah. like that. True. Like like you, are, are you gonna mm. tell them? Oh, I'm I'm good at designing stuff in Photoshop. What on earth is, is Photoshop? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I play, I'm really good at going. Like super That might be something. Get me to the Gwent tournaments. Yeah, you no, can true, get quite a lot of money with that. <laughs> but you have to play the Bezos version, though, so... Yeah. Catch-22. Oh, true, yeah. Spy meta. Only spy meta. <laughs> no, you'd have to play oh, the original Gwent coming. from The Witcher 3. Your opponent yeah. plays, 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 plays uh, Frost or Rain and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all your units are one point now. Oh, uh, <laughs> dear. Yeah. Lionheart, do we have any personal questions from the community? Uh, they've been sort of touched upon as we've gone through, to be honest. They've been, um, we've been sort of dropping them in. The community have not asked anything we haven't already covered. Um, Come on, so, yes. so maybe like yeah, a last, on, maybe like a last call, guys. If you have any more or less personal questions to our guests, you can ask them now, and we promise to at least push them to answer. Like I, I remember we had some ridiculous quest, uh, questions. I refuse to answer. Yeah. You, 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 you plead the fifth. Thoughts <laughs> oh. okay. on the no D rank system. Yeah, the no no D rank system. I like it and also don't like it. Ah, committing, I see. Yeah. <laughs> It's my it's my hot take. It's great, but also, uh, it it does make it easier. So it's, it doesn't feel as um, impactful to get to pro rank. But in saying that, I think the positives are, are outweighed a lot. Where you don't feel bad about making mean decks. Oh yeah. Uh, at any rank, and you don't have to be worried about like losing. And it encourages people to be more creative and not feel like they have to grind the 
top tier one deck in order to get to pro rank. So while it does make it feel easier overall, I think it's 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 far better than not having it. Yeah, I I concur with that. Yeah, definitely. Same. It it okay. felt um, quite oppressive. Like if if you are a mean player, like yes, I ranked up, but now I'm afraid to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, another good question from uh, Tommy ninety nine. Leader balancing so that the factions have more leader variety. That that's that's Please. a very significant Please. question because right now it kind of feels like some leaders are just royal decree on a stick. Francesca. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Fran, uh, wildcard, uh, Pinsir maneuver. Yeah, I've talked about this on my stream a lot, but I think all the cards, all the leaders that can play two cards, need to either be there's like two ways. You either gotta just just delete them and make new ones, which I would rather than not do because I like the flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, or secondary, you either, or I guess there's three. You rework them to be similar but not as good, uh, or you just destroy their provision bonus to just like annihilate, like cut it in half. To make like the fact playing because their abilities are so important because Gwent, Gwent, your resources are cards, right? So being able to play two of them is like insane. So just like destroy the provision to make that trade off like mm. it hurts yeah. because it's so strong. So I think one of those would be the way to go. I think Pince is probably the most problematic one because there's no. It's so good. Draw anything. (laughs) At least in Harmony, you have to have already played the card to be able to replay it. Does it it. still show you the exact order of cards? Because I think that was the case. Mm, I don't know. I never realized it did. Because that's even crazier. That was the case. That was definitely the case. It showed you what cards. All the cards in your deck in the exact order they are placed in the deck, so you would know what you're going to draw. I didn't um, know that, actually. Sure. Yeah. Wait, with it what? was a bug. I think with it was like a But Pinsa Maneuver, you can choose a card, right? Yeah, but the yeah. point is, if you play it early, you know what you're going to draw next round. So it actually oh. made you uh, uh, change your strategy depending on what I you're going to... I don't think it does that. Because I that's all I play at the moment is Pinsa Maneuver. I think it was fixed. Such a shame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it no, wasn't I... good enough. Needs, needs a buff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not only draw win. any card you want also just reorder your deck in whatever order you want you know that'd be amazing it's swap your hand as yeah. well if you like um, yeah just, maybe just they could, um, maybe it could be draw any bronze card so that you haven't got I guaranteed too, right? for you in con but then yeah. wild card how would you do that um, you'd have to I fix mean, that too they yeah. all need fixing for sure yeah definitely mm, yeah. I think yeah. I think Covite is a good example of how it could work it's mm. very, very restricted. It, it allows yeah, you to play cross. the card. Uh, yeah, yeah kind of. But it's 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 create, and I know that a lot of people are kind of on the fence when it comes to the, this variability. I don't really I like it do. that much as either. Just to put it out there. I, like I know, I know that there's been some footage of me playing through bribery. Yeah. I know, I know. It's, it's seasonal memes. Just just keep that in mind, please. <laughs> uh, good question from BJ. Actually, BJ not being uh, on the podcast, but being in the chat, very, very appreciate the man. Uh, future yeah. projects, plans you'll be working on? Should I take it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zaid, it's, it's your turn. All right, I'll take it. Uh, future projects for... I guess the main ones are for the YouTube channel because that's where I do my big projects. I'm uh, I'm currently working on like a... I've done two of the, so far of like big, almost like documentary videos, basically. So I've done two so far. They're both like 40 minutes long. So much work. I'm, I'm starting to work on another one. Uh, I've been like contacting developers and uh, like wow. personalities from the games and stuff and 
I got a, I got a reply a few days ago. I'm not going to say who because I want to give it a surprise, but it's it's related to Command and Conquer, so I'll leave it at that. Oh, that's exciting! Um, yeah, very, very. I got oh. that email and I was I got it on the stream. You could probably see my face. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> got it back. I'm gonna need a so, minute. <laughs> yeah, basically. So uh, there's that, and um, that's really it. Just just grinding it out. Otherwise, no other huge projects. Just the podcast, I guess. Trying to sort out what's happening with that. Cool. Yeah, that's 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 very exciting, man. I I am mm. really looking forward mm. to, to 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 your new projects related related to to the other YouTube channel, especially in, in times like this where you know playing Gwent is not as enjoyable as it used to be for the time being. Mm. And yeah, because you joined TRS, and you know I feel you might be watching. Any any projects <laughs> related to Gwent that you would like to engage in? Damn. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a project, but I, I think I'll definitely make it a priority to actually get into the top 500, top 200 perhaps in pro, because I don't get any time to uh, grind at the moment. So I play in my off time and I always make it to almost top 500 and I don't get to play that eight hours, eight hours. It's like three hours here and there. So actually maybe going to some challenger open next year, uh, I think that is kind of on my list of priorities at the moment. Gwent related, of course. That will be absolutely amazing to have you on one of the tournaments. That would be really cool. If, uh, if it's possible. First, we need to get the tournaments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. First the tournament, then they will come. That's the mentality. Yeah. Uh, Feldy, when we'll have a quadruple suit stream? Guys, let's make it a promise. If we get Jason Slam on the show, we all suit up. 100% suits confirmed. BJ, yes, you are in the chat. Down. Please confirm. Are we, are, are we going to do that? If we get Slama we... here... <laughs> I don't think he wears a suit, though, does he? He didn't wear a suit in our... We'll put enough pressure on him to wear a suit. It, it's got to happen. We need a full suit stream. I, I won't let the side down next time, I promise. <laughs> I got go, There's a question in chat from uh, Woody that I, I wanted to touch on. Okay. Uh, he says, do you struggle to be motivated to play Gwent at the moment when there's no progression on the table? Which we kind of talked about a bit before. Um, but it's just kind of, I guess, a more direct question. Mm. Like, personally, a little bit. As someone who, like, kind of likes to get into pro rank, but, like, honestly, I don't have it in me just to grind it out to get to top whatever. Like, I get to pro rank and sweet. You know, I'm good. So, like, it has been a bit, you know. So, I've been playing a lot of Arena recently. And Arena is really fun. It is, yeah. I can confirm. It, it is. is great. Um, yeah, another no, question, no. guys. Do you think any big old Gwent streamers will ever come back? I think I, th I think we can expand this. Like, which streamers do you, you, you would like to come back? I can only tell you that there is a really big streamer I contacted regarding appearance on this podcast. Haven't heard anything yet. Who knows? I, I, I think mm. the lion knows who I'm talking about. Saying nothing. <laughs> Saying nothing. But yeah, guys, any, anyone you would like to see playing Gwent again? Uh, I know it's not coming back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was gone for a year, apparently JJ Passar. JJ Ooh, <laughs> Hot take. Oh, that's, that's a really, ironic. Yeah, that's a hot take. He's the first one who, like, when I streamed for two weeks uh, in beta before my internet hit the, the fan, basically. We're suing them now, by the way, the internet company. And um, yeah, JJ Passak just raided me and I had like four people watching and suddenly <laughs> his entire community 
So I thought he was this really nice guy, but apparently there, there's been a lot of drama. He doesn't stream Gwent anymore and don't don't really know yeah. what happened. Big I oof. Oh, yes, lots of yeah. oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the way you could put it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be good yeah. to see some of the big people come back, I think. I think it depends. Like Some of the ones like Mogwai and Alias V and all of those who moved on to Magic, I never see them coming back, which is a oh, shame. Yeah. I know Magic. people had different takes on like Mogwai. I, I love the guy. I know he was, some people loved him. Some people didn't enjoy his streams, but big personalities are good for the game, right? For sure. So I, I can't see players like that coming back, which is a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah. I guess some people, you know, they, they do the time and they move on and that's fine. It, yeah. You know, it's just no. happens. It'd be nice to have some people back, but I'm, I'm too young to know anyone. So. Dude, yeah, exactly. Everyone, uh, everyone I I knew play Gwent still plays. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the case for me. Like a lot I, of a lot, actually, I, yeah, yeah. I have one. one. I want to see Woody come back. He's in chat. Oh Woody, I yes, want, I want you back, Woody. man. Make Woody Gwent again. I need you back. I need my eighties. <laughs> um. Yeah, personally, uh, a lot of streamers uh, who were uh, who were uh, doing Gwent content when when I got into the game uh, are now gone. They they're playing other things or just quit streaming altogether. Yeah, or they don't stream. Uh, yeah, Mogwai, um, KBT, KBT was like a really mm. uh, solid choice for me to watch. Like, I especially really liked his YouTube videos. Learned a lot from 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 his stuff. Uh, Alias, of, of of course, like. Absolutely loved her streams, and one smaller streamer that I'm kind of missing is always Turtle. I think my oh, heart was lovely. Turtle was just so fun to watch. Yeah, she didn't move to another game. She she just stopped streaming because of real life responsibilities. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. No. Mm. Guys, do yeah. we have? There's another question from Mythic in chat. As a previous Hearthstone player, I noticed that Gwent doesn't have much to offer when it comes to single-player content. Is there a reason why? Or do you guys think it's viable for CDPR to spend money and resources creating more content? Do you mean like a single-player campaign, almost more Thronebreaker style? Thronebreaker. Ah, damn. It possibly mean like uh, Hearthstone has uh, their like the dungeon run format where they it's kind of like a roguelike kind of style you make decks and fight bosses yeah. and do whatever i would love to see stuff like that in gwent that'd be cool any like things inside of a gwent that you don't need to do like a, a different game or, or oh, something yeah. like min, like yeah. mini throne breakers like mm. one hour long with like a new expansion we actually to get, like, used to have on the expansion that'd be great yeah. We didn't talk about that when we covered the, the topic of uh, CDPR initiatives, but we actually had those kind of mini-games. Back in the day, uh, when a new sort of sort of expansion would drop, we would get a mini-game. Mm. Love that. That'd be so cool. Like, it was Just like give a more. Yeah, yeah it was like more, a mini-campaign that, that, that you would get to play within Gwent. Because I think a lot fun. of players didn't really distinguish between like, Thronebreaker and Gwent. Like they 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 bought Thronebreaker and they thought they're gonna play Gwent. It's like wait, why it's it's not it's 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 Gwent, but it's not Gwent. Like how does it work? Why do I have? Mm. Why do I need two separate yeah. clients? Stuff like that. It was really confusing for a lot of people. Yeah, I was confused, but I was like, well. huh? And, and and that's why you see people like Thea just streaming Thronebreaker within the Gwent directory because it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, <laughs> you have these games separated. Yeah. Uh, well, it should have been an additional mode in Gwent that you could unlock. Yes. Yeah. Well, the fact that you can buy from Shoop, uh, my logic was just it's Gwent. Uh, I don't care if it's called something else. 
But um, again, it's all about uh, the the community. Nobody would even know um, I was streaming Thronebreaker if it wasn't in a different uh, Twitch section, you know. Yeah. Mm. No one seemed to complain. It was, it was yeah, fun. I think we Weevil is uh, pretty on point. The game needs more to do besides writing a letter. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally yeah that's that, that's a very good point. By by mm. all the modes in Gwent are just are just Gwent, right? Like some single player stuff, some. Just, just anything, anything that's something to do different. Like again, Hearthstone, like Tavern Brawl, it's just random. Just do whatever. Like Battlegrounds, say what you will about it. It's something completely different, and you can just do it. You don't have to play ladder, you know. Yeah, just, it, just we need more things that are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, seasonal was really just Gwent. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> take on Gwent, which is fine for a yeah. while, but you still need yeah. something else. Yeah, like, yeah. like Blitz was essentially play Gwent by faster. Yeah, and Blitz was anxiety. And it was cool. Like, oh my uh, God. Like, streaming and playing Blitz was really, really oh, difficult. It was so <laughs> hard. But one of my favorite experiences was watching Shin Miri play Blitz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Resident Roper trying to play 8 Second Blitz was I mean, we are all yeah. Ropers. If you are, if you are a streamer, you are a Roper. That's, that's just yeah, how it's it true. is. You, you, true. You, you have to divide your attention between um, your opponent and the chat. But I don't really see any any more relevant questions from chat, so I think we can move on to the plugs segment. Okay. Tia, where can our viewers find you? Uh, I'm just searching for a plug on my oh, I can't. It's okay. <laughs> I'll make you imagine it. Um, where can the viewers find me? Well, yeah, it's just Tia Beastie on Twitch if you want to see me play Gwent. Um, yeah, that's about it, honestly. I, I don't have any sites or anything I'm working on at the moment. Like I said, maybe one day you can buy the marked. <laughs> You'll see my name on it. Um, that's about it. And yeah, follow Weisenberg, of course. It's a great podcast. And I thank you for having me, uh, Weisenberg. Great opportunity to talk about some crucial elements of Gwent. You're welcome. It, it, it was amazing to have you here. Zada. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, your, it's your turn, my friend. It's my turn. Uh, well, I, I went in a, a rampage of making all of my like forward slashes the same. So you can just go forward slash Zade underscore 95 in Twitch, YouTube, uh, and Twitter. And it's all the same for, for convenience, but not the second YouTube channel. You need more subscribers. So there's like 10 random characters on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, it's also thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. I'm going to butcher your name. You probably, every time I, you hear me say your name on twitch you're probably like god he's destroying it there so, is uh, there, there is no proper way of pronouncing it it's it's a made-up name you don't need to worry about that okay because i i would say it as wissenberg which is fine. a very new zealandy way to say and something that's fine. <laughs> i really I, I really like the way uh, tia pronounced it because it's very very dutch um, it's very authentic i heard I that i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah that's right i thought that would be it you would pronounce it like a hard, a hard R, a G as in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is actually Bison correct. So like me calling Gulo Gulocks. <laughs> oh yeah, poor oh, uncle. Yeah. We all did that. Come on. <laughs> no, Gulo Gulocks. Gulocks Gula. too, man. I thought he was no. pulling the leg. I really did. No, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I first met him, I was calling Gulocks as well. Yeah, yeah. right. Now it's now it's just Uncle Gulo. Uncle is <laughs> pranking me. And enjoying his no, enjoying his pension, having having all the time to watch streams. <laughs> great guy, mind. great guy. Like I have to say, he's a great father figure for TRS. We we needed somebody like that. Oh yeah, yeah. 
He actually answers my questions if I ask. <laughs> I wish he was he was my dad. Too. Lionheart, <laughs> my dear friend, my good man. Hello, hello. Your time to you. Sell yes. out. You can find me on forward slash Lionheart on Twitch. Uh, Twitter is, if you search for Lionheart, you will inevitably find me. I am absolutely nowhere else. It has been a pleasure as always. Weisenberg, I will just call you WB as usual. Appreciate it. It's been a really <laughs> fun podcast, guys. So thank you very much for joining us. It's been really cool. Had a really good time. Uh, okay, guys. I don't need to promote my own channel because you are already here. Uh, but if you wanna if you wanna watch or rewatch the episode on YouTube, you just type uh, exclamation mark social. You get all the links to my uh, social media. And uh, if you would be so nice to follow us on Twitter, type exclamation mark podcast. You'll see the link to our Twitter account at Novigrad Podcast, our Discord, where we actually uh, make the announcements a couple of days uh, prior to uh, Reddit and Twitter. So if you'd like to get that kind of ex- uh, exclusivity, you can uh, join our Discord. Looking at you, Zaid. And Zop got to put us in a folder somewhere. And, yeah, I got uh, a folder right ready, actually. Uh, <laughs> guys, thank you for being here. Really, really appreciate it. Amazing episode, despite having like, no actual content in Gwent. <laughs> we did it, guys. Marriages yeah. of positivity, <laughs> achieved, mission, mission accomplished, I, I would say. Uh, and uh, chat thank you thank you for watching thank you for being here with us with us thank you for asking questions uh i hope we we answered all of them and yeah we're gonna rate somebody in a couple of uh seconds don't know uh who yet that that's up to our guests i guess and you guys once again thanks for being here uh we'll see you uh next time it's gonna be a special episode i think we can leak it right lineheart because we'll have we'll have all the four merchants on the show so no special guests it would just be us so uh mm-hmm. me lionheart baby joe's and the villa and we're gonna talk about this year in gwent our plans for the future and maybe maybe some preview or of season two of of our show yeah. um awesome we'll have the roadmap to discuss exactly Imagine content in gwent <laughs> okay guys here once again go. thank you for being here thank you for watching uh, we'll see you guys later have a great saturday bye guys thank you see you later bye bye